Alright, so welcome everybody to Never After Redemption. I am your GM, uh, Adrian. And with us as always is... Sean, I play Black Oak. Which, oh yeah, what direction? <laughs> which direction do we go from here? I'm Priscilla. I will be playing Verendra, the curator of secrets and lies. Adrian's my best friend, by the way. I just want everyone to know he's my best friend. Alright, if... I can hear our five <laughs> listeners cringing. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I play Galzareth. <laughs> Sean, I play Blacko. <laughs> I'm Adrian. I play the GM. Very well in my own. I'm Grace. I play Gwen. And I'm Josh. I'm just Josh, and you play. You never after. <laughs> you play Kyra, the Kyrger. Oh, this is going to be one hell of a session. <laughs> Get I over can it. Tell already. <laughs> now it has been a while. Um, you guys had. Rendezvous with the Conians. Do we show up and call it? We we. They were preparing the jump device, whatever that was. Yeah, we met them. They were preparing this giant archway of a thing for our ship to sail through. Yeah, and you had seen a huge white pylon, which was obviously a temporary structure to facilitate this, and you were just sailing towards it. Uh, I think his name was Dex, right? Uh, the core. Dex yes. or Dax yeah. or something like Dex. that. It's Dex. Uh, they all have three name sort of abbreviations. Oh, that's yeah. right. And we had our, um... Yeah. Chai. Chai, L-F, Null. Zara, L-F, Null. Right, mine's win. Okay. L-F, Null just means they don't, you're unsigned. They have no idea where to put you. You're basically homeless. Oh. Okay, so any of the, any kind of scholarly stuff you want to look into the culture into this, is there's a lot of rich stuff very easily get lost and just get lost in it and have like hard to find a way where it become practical information. It's a uh, just warning y'all got you guys ahead of time. It's now I'm not particularly singling out any one person here <laughs> that might be inclined to do that. But you know why is everybody looking at Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> Play a card. <clears throat> Forgotten monster. A singular powerful creature appears and imposes itself on the party. You're welcome. That's just a blue, weirdly enough. I know, but I don't care. I love the ability point. Okay. Well, I can do that whenever yeah, I want. I, I know how they work, Adrian. Alright, you were slamming it down like it was like, yeah, no. witness my science. No. It's not a band magic card, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, it was nighttime, I believe, and uh, so watching the interplay of all the dragons flying around or whatever. You, you presume that that's not just the only kind of ship they have, but that's what you just see them coursing through the sky, circling around, and they have you know sailing ships of a sort, but you're not close to any of them. You get a very good look. Also, the the, the light from the pylon is sort of washing out everything once you get closer. Um, this is just a reminder of what the, of what we discussed last time. Mm. Um, since we have first-hand knowledge of the plague that is thread mist and the changes going on overseas, the Larconians will more than likely keep us around until they don't think we have any more information to give. Yeah. And you are all on deck. Um, Ulthar is banning the helm. Milgoth uh, is doing something in engineering as always. You don't know where... Um, uh, or Atheon is because he just kind of wanders around. What are you guys doing? So we just have to wait here for now, right, as we're moving forward? Yeah, the, it, 
they've called at you to do a full stop, and you're about mm, like an eighth of a mile from the archway. You can give me notices if you want to check the thing out. Do you remember when he called it, what he said he was going to do, what you guys were going to do? No, I don't. I think it was a traverse. I like the blazer better. What? The traverse is too big. The Equinox is decent. Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? Cars. Chevrolet uh, traverse. But yeah. I'm sorry if people use language stupid. I still have to. This <laughs> is like, what are you going to do? He said passage. Passage, The yeah. time for passage. Yep, yep. Nine on notice check. Only a five. Twelve. Five, four, five, five. Okay. You don't really have to tell me if it's under six, but you can. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen, okay. Eighteen if the talent applies. Oh, yeah, let me see. Um, yeah, I doubt mine does since it's hearing based yeah, on your sight. Visual in danger, so. Okay. Um, Verinder, you're the one who sort of takes point on this. You notice that, um, and it's probably because you've been spending more time with the iconography and the source of it, you could see just kind of wavering in around the archway. You saw this when there was a, ever uh, a change in one of their artifacts, like that probe that put the message down, or the ship that just sort of manifested stairs. Uh, the little wavery, like, spaces bent around objects while it's doing something. And the archway has a pretty profound one that follows its curvature. Hard to see because there's not there's not a lot around it. Whenever a ship passes nearby, you see that its you know image wavers. And now you know what to look for. You can when you look at the white uh, pylon, you can see that it has an enormous distortion around it, and it's connected to the archway itself. You have the suspicion that the archway uh, isn't connected, isn't touching the water. Hard to tell, but you just have this feeling. There's nothing like uh, <coughs> you can't see anything below it except the reflections. And now that you've gotten really close, like even the sky starting to get washed out, like light pollution. So you okay. guys have a beat here if you want. I'll convey that. It might be. Um, it might be that the portal of such is position in such a way so that when it's open it doesn't pour seawater into the new area. Or it might just be a trick of the light. The only time that we've gone very quickly from one place to another is when the Kyoger has taken us to the labyrinth. And those have not been good experiences. I'm sure this will be fine. Do you want to give me a no? On this, everybody's got to be to do something. I could just fast yep. forward, but I don't want you guys to lose opportunities to do things. I'm going to sit around, think about this, and take notes and or sketches. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to think about what might happen if I chose to open open a portal to the labyrinth as we're passing through the portal going to wherever we're going to go. You have two feet. Go ahead.
I will help Vorendra to just get a general idea of what's what all's going to happen. Okay, so you just kind of talk. Hidden uh, secrets of her. Okay. I'll actually take a look at their fleet and try and assess the military capabilities of their ships. You have Uh, I'll get the kids ready, both the flesh ones and the plant ones. Okay. Like, securing them in their bunks and things like that? Yeah, making sure that they're aware of what's going on. I think we were told, like, basically don't come out during travel. Okay. You can, uh, you don't necessarily have to roll for this, but you can roll charm or believe if you want. <laughs> I mean, how would he? They're not any, Timorous Beast, dude. Okay, that's fair. How right. anyone, has anyone ever interacted with him except for you? Yeah. I mean, not like, hey, do this thing. Yeah, no, Gazareth played with them. Oh, you right. played with them, yeah. Wait, yeah. What, what dogs, Gwen? What dogs are you talking about? Yeah, I, would, I, would, I was trying to be. <laughs> I'm be gentle how I do it. I have to disbelieve uh, her dogs. <laughs> I'm going to waste them out of existence. Don't, don't get too high because <laughs> may not just be the dog. Uh, unless, this allows, unless this involves the healing of the soul, only a 21. Oh, well, it's more than enough. Um, yeah, they're, uh, you find them out and about, and although. Um, Paul and Lena were understandably wary of Vallas. With what has happened recently, they've kind of started to interact with each other. They still have this, like, here's the weird kid. Uh, and you come across them in the hall, hallway, or like they were going into a room on the deck that had uh, would have been a crew room, but there's nobody in there now. And they're looking at the portholes. They've got like boxes stacked up so they can look through it, and they're all just sitting there. And when you come in with your shadow, like, of the tree, they all like, look at you like they're guilty, but you don't think they were doing anything necessarily wrong. Um, they greet you, and you make it clear and known certain terms that they're to I, you tell. You can tell them what you want to tell them. We'll be traveling through a large portal shortly. Be, uh, you should stay in your bunks as we were all advised to do. And uh, we'll let you know when it's okay to leave. They agree. You kind of scared them, but it's necessary. And you see them off to their dwellings. Now, there are wee timorous beasties all around just doing shit. This stuff is so much larger than them, they have no clue about what's going on. Uh, you see them, like, some of them are carrying what look like... Um, Supplies, uh, bits of wood and wire and things, and they're heading back towards the town. Uh, others have tiny parcels that are bundled up, whose purpose you have no idea. Um, do you say anything to them? Yeah, I'll, I'll let them know that uh, when they hear basically the uh, the signal, uh, like, well, I assume there's going to be a batten down the hatches signal code sort of uh, yeah, given uh, out beforehand. Ulthar probably will give it out <coughs> to. Get inside, uh, stay clear of the deck, and uh, don't come out until the all-clear signal is done. They, they wave. One of them runs in the other direction, clearly getting... Because this is just a group of three of them. Right. So he's got to go tell everybody. And you realize, right. that's a... They don't have any methods of communication directly, so that's an undertaking. Because he's going to have to go all the way up and talk to... He tells two friends, he tells two friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a 16... Obviously, first of all, you need to know, all you know is they're using that archway to get you to 
the mainland. You don't know any of the details about what that whole looks like. You've assumed it's a doorway just like yours, but you have no reason to believe that exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, if it is a doorway like yours, obviously trying you'd have to create one on the surface of it, mm -hmm. which would be a disaster. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what would happen. If it's something different, if you have space to work with, you could definitely do it you come away with a feeling that you're going to have to be kind of wary when this happens and for some reason or other you think you need to tell Galzer it's the same thing mm. uh, yeah you can have a question uh, I got an 11 to help Verendra 20 okay. Okay. <clears throat> and you were just looking at there's oh. oh I was doing um, generic archway cultural stuff iconography within the archway Oh, you don't see any uh, iconography on it. And now you finally figure out a distinction. Like, the dragon ships, they're not covered in iconography. Uh, although the Dex, who's the only Laconian you've seen up close, had it on his skin. Uh, it's not 100% everywhere. Even in their artifacts of power. You don't know why that is. Uh, there's probably an important reason why not si simply everything is just using the iconography directly. Um, you can also tell that uh, some of the ships are setting up, it's very hard to see, but in the pathway of the archway behind it, they're setting up like little, uh, buoys is the best word, but they're just tiny floating lights. Can't be more than like a handspanned across and sort of hover <coughs> over the water at the same distance, almost like landing lights that are that are beyond the archway, which you're aimed at now. And you can see the thing's pretty huge. It, ha it would have to be to accommodate this ship. There is someone up on the top of the archway uh, with some kind of rigging on them, and they are there's occasionally sparks and glowing, uh, diffuse, um, disrupted space. And you'll have two questions each. And you're doing the... Uh, I was looking at their ships. All right, what did you, what'd you get? Nine. Um, most of the ships on the ground, <coughs> obviously, they look a lot like the dragons, and you surmise that they can just be configured to be on the water, except that they're just hovering over it. They're not in the water at all. Um, there's nothing on them that looks like weaponry, but there's no reason they wouldn't have it. Um, you would guess that the uh, Prince of Dawn could do an enormous amount of damage to a ship if it was able to hit it. But these things are incredibly agile and they they're using a magic that you don't understand and it would be uh, a really bad time to try to fight them. Uh, you see that there's, uh, it looks like 10 or 12 of the ships. Some, some are still in the sky. A few hover around the pylon. Uh, it's like, how could you train the main gun? And you don't even know if the ballistas have the range to hit them. Um, the, the Sprints of Dawn wasn't really designed with any specific battle purpose. It was just, here's an idea for this gigantic gun that might be useful. Also, here's all these like the cutting-edge technology of the Eletherians for the ballista. And everything else is just, well, let's just make it huge and really impenetrable. So, and these things were designed for a purpose. Any other questions? What would Galzerath and myself have to do to better prepare going through the portal? Uh, to better prepare? You don't know what that would be. I'll say that the reason why it might be an issue is because you two are creatures who are from elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Capital E. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you came here through gates into the labyrinth mm -hmm. of your own design, and he came in, he in here through. We still haven't established if it was unwillingly yet exactly, but he was summoned mm -hmm. from the hells. He's from a different place, and for some reason you think that might be important. I'll explain that to God. Yeah, he's just looking out, look, looking out at the ships. You know, he's got a spy light. Um, when they're on the water, yeah, there, there's you know those dark, like metallic-looking ships, very uh, shark-like, and they're just sort of hovering over the water. Um, all right, so whoever wants to go. Being that we know, uh, fully learning the Laconian iconography will change you as a person. Uh, does does it carry inherent power that might affect their artifacts and that's why it's not on it? Yeah, um, good question. It is, it's a direct connection to whatever source that it draws upon. And, and it's such as like a live wire just sitting out. And in certain situations that's very dangerous to have. Also because if you have text that means just sitting there, that means like sort of the document is open and it can be altered. So it would behoove them to be able to use the iconography to create things that themselves don't have to rely on it. That there's a separation between them. And of course, they may, they may very well have other uh, technomantic innovations that aren't directly drawing on the iconography itself. It's probably not their only innovation. Um, if, if not um, iconography, what is powering the archway and the ships? Let's see, would you be able to tell that? Um, it is drawing on, the the, uh, the pylon is drawing on the source somehow, but you just can't see the iconography okay. from it. It's probably another way, and here's where I was saying, you can get lost in this discussion, it's probably a way to make a thing that uses the iconography to establish a connection with the thing that powers itself and then remove it from there so that you have an autonomous artifact that draws directly from the power, but there's no way to interface without physically changing the artifact. If that makes sense. Yes. All right, you told that to Galzera. Mm -hmm. I did. Is there any questions left? Me. The In the HF1. <laughs> I guess I'll ask mine. Um, given what we've seen from the um, sentinels and stuff like that have, that have attacked us from the pillars, can I get an estimate on like the magnitude of what weapons they might have on these sort of dragons? Well, two different. Uh, one difference is those the old opalists are ancient, so they're not very cutting edge anymore, mm -hmm. and they haven't been maintained well. But yeah, they probably um, shoot. It, it's not dissimilar to what the ballistas do. Obviously, it uses completely different power. It's just kinetic bolts of some kind. They have an enormous amount of power. Kind of render conventional armor useless. Um, and they can fire very, very rapidly, way beyond whatever like gifted archers could ever do. Um, you would guess they would, they've guns, essentially. <laughs> They're highly maneuverable, they have guns, and you don't know if they would have a problem with Supplying it, uh, ammunition to like who puts the bolts there? How is it? How does it happen? Uh, but there is some physical component that happens. It's not just magic darts coming at you. This is something physical that they manifest. It's just if you're just sitting on a deck and they come around 
and you can't get to cover, they're going to cut you to ribbons. There's mm-hmm. almost nothing you can do unless you're very creative. Um, how do I make that thing that you know can interface with an artifact? Use the iconography, remove it. So you're going to have to get a lot better at using okay. the, uh, the iconography itself. It's okay. a fairly agile use of it. Okay. So that would be more of a, a magical interface rather than like a craft interface. See what I said? Like, th- there's like a 19 different directions you can go with this. Okay. <laughs> they're all going to take specialties. Okay. And they're all going to take some time. Okay. And, and, uh, um, and uh, Gwen, you can see Verendra with on her dragony face, just this. Her brows are already furrowed because, you know, <laughs> but just this, like, all the possibilities of what you could do. And you don't have a date for when they sort of figured out this language, you don't have a date, but at least it goes back at least 700 years or so, because that's when the Opal is state too, mm-hmm. but probably a lot longer than that. Let me know if this is outside of the scope, but I did get a notice uh, in last session to watch them putting it up. Uh-huh. Were they using magic to put it up? Because they had to put it together very quickly. They were using the power that they draw upon. Uh, I guess you could call it magic. It's a it's the power that they've been using. Well, or rather, that they have machinery that draws upon the power to then do mundane things, which then in itself can draw upon it. It's super complicated. Magitech. Got it. Yeah. Any sufficiently advanced technology? Yeah, it's, well, it's the opposite, but yeah. Any, any sufficiently advanced magic looks like technology. That's what I always go with, with technomancy. Um, the real thing you notice is that every real overt manifestation of the power comes with that kind of warping in space around it to a greater or lesser degree. And now that you know that, it's impossible not to see it even a little bit. Let's see. There is uh, a change in the arrangement of the dragons. Uh, they draw away from the obelisk and the ones that are near it on the water, like sort of shift away on uh, mass past it and the archway. And, uh, there is a flash of light for one of the dragons, and uh, drifting in the sky, you see Verindra. You, this isn't the iconography, but it's like a sky message of sort of stretched light that is written. It's the language of it, you know, the, the bare bones, two-dimensional language of it. Uh, you think it's just Laconian that says, uh, be ready. Uh, you can make sense of it now. And then it slowly fades. Drone show. <laughs> so. Um, I think they hail the message to us. Um, we are about ready to transverse the passage. I'll head down to my cabin. Okay. I kind of want to be on, on deck and see what happens. And I have should, to be on deck to see what happens. You so. should probably be in the bridge. <clears throat> Didn't... Did he tell us not to be on deck? I think he told us to basically just be, like, secured. Understood. I'll go up to the bridge. Fine. Oh, Ulthar asks what's going on. We're about to go and uh, pass through an archway that will take us to the mainland. Then he immediately hits the alert, and it's all hands, like, burr, burr, burr. I'll go up to the bridge and loop myself between two of the chairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, it's not going to do anything for me. Sure. Well, they don't have those. Uh, 
there's not there's not there's not really any sitting area in the bridge. Everybody stands. And as you recall, it's kind of a narrow building, and you had this, this leaf part of yourself hanging out. If you wanted to just pile in to the bridge, you're going to take up a lot of space. Oh, just be everybody's seatbelt. Is that okay? <laughs> just wrap around the outside of it. Yeah. You could do that. You could, yeah. You could probably reach, probably not all the way around it. If you're a little bigger, you just bite your tail Ouroboros style. <laughs> and it looks like the, sh- the ship has a belt. <laughs> I'll do that then. I'll play a card mm-hmm. before we go. Uh, would have been nice to play a few minutes ago, but uh, Celestial Event. Something wonderful and beautiful happens in the sky above, be it day or night. Yeah, the, the tone's called. Uh, everybody's done with their questions, I assume. Yes. Yep. yes. And where is everybody right now? I'm in my cabin. Bridge. Up on bridge. Uh, in my little pen. On the, on the uh, surface of the ship. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. rather than that, I'll be uh, I'll be with you. I can always hang on. <laughs> um, you can see the ships have all moved out of the way. There's a shimmering around the obelisk, and it gets brighter, and the uh, the distortion of space gets like more and more pronounced, such that it starts to encompass it and the archway itself, which is doing that too. Abruptly, though, they're, they're, the archways get the bright white light as well. Their, their light starts to dim, and the distortion gets wider until it goes completely black. And all the dragon ships, probably because they have to do this, they cut their lights as well. So the only light now that you can see is the stars and what's on the ship from the bridge, really. And you just see an archway of distorted space and a large edifice. It's like, it looks like it's feeding it to it. And uh, it, it's growing brighter and brighter. You, you're aimed towards it. Arathion is done like just barely moving at the slowest speed possible, so you hear the rumble of the Whitestone engines. And looking through it, you just see darkness. Uh, if you look to the side, you can see the sort of landing lights that look to be a, go as far as like half again the size of the ship and half again as wide. But when you and you can see that from the side, when you look through the archway, you don't see those lights at all. You think you see water and sky, but it is distorted. Uh, no sound, really, not much, except for the rumbling of the engines. And um, the ship begins. The prow of it touches the uh, the surface of what you assume is a portal, but it doesn't look like that. You, the, you're right at the prow, so it's going to touch you guys. But there's no surface or anything that you're breaking on. You're just now surrounded by dimmer light. Like, you can still see the stars. They look mostly the same, but it's, it's like there's a shade around you, so it's hard to see ahead of you. Uh, it's cooler, the air. It's not sea air, exactly. Um, Uh, the, the hair on your back of your well you don't have any but like if you had it it, it stands up a bit there's a sense of foreboding as the ship just slowly makes its way through um, let's see after a while the ship's totally in, 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 enclosed in, in it and the captain uh, is just pressing on um if you're on the bridge, you can look behind you and you see the opening of the archway. 
and uh, it looks out into the the night of the ocean that you left, and now you can see that you're in a different place. While in my uh, cabin, do they notice anything weird? Because I don't think I have any portholes or anything in mine. It's just a sense of a little bit of foreboding and not much else. So nothing else changes? Not that you can tell. Got it. If you had portholes, they'd be covered by flesh oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ship stops, even though the engine's working. And there's a uh, call along the, the tones that... Um, which one of you guys are on the bridge? Yeah, Arathion, uh, so sorry, Ulthar says, um, well, we've got under partial power, but there's no, we're not moving anywhere. He, he's got spyglass, and he's looking around, and he calls for one of the sailors to go up on top. Um, what do we see now that we're, because I guess we're up on the prow of the ship. Yeah. You can give me notices if you want. You have uh, an 18 enchantment coming at you. You, it's, you don't know what it is. But something's trying to impose itself on you. And you kind of like, you have the feeling it's like you want to run away or like get out of the enclosure that you're in. 14 on the notice. Yeah, 13. Okay. Eight. Looking out. You feel like you're isolated from the world here. Now the uh, the archway behind you disappears, the opening, and you're just in this muffled, nearly purely black space. You can kind of make out stars, and you can kind of see the ocean, but the sounds are muted. It's like in your own little place. There's a quiet to it that muffles even the engine, and it, it feels bizarre and oppressive in a way that you don't quite understand. There's a 12 coming at you, Galazareth, an enchantment. Okay. Uh, it's, it's hostile, but you can't tell what its nature is. Okay. What are you doing there, Kyra? Just... Um, I'm going to, I guess, <clears throat> try to get out of my cabin and just do a raw enchant to resist. Okay. You can do that on the run if you want. Yep. So... I'm trying to go to the dagger. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to steal myself against the enchantment itself. Just try and brute force my way through it. And I'm going to play a card. Mm. Claw of the Dragon. Take a free inspiration of the dragon. Okay. Are you going to do it for that right now? Yeah. Okay. I will put that in the soul. Possible to assist Kalzareth. I don't know if they have a visible effect. This is a split second thing that happened. Okay. So. Is he suffering again? No. Yeah. Just spin experience so that I can reroll the six and roll the one. So I have a seven. So up on me by eleven. Okay. You make your way to the the deck. What did you get? Uh, 17. You are uh, up on the deck and he, you see Galzareth in sort of an aspect of prayer and meditation. Mm -hmm. 
uh, you come up, like he's near the stair, well, in between the prow and where the stairs are, and you come up, and you see hovering in the sky at a weird angle is a jagged geometric shape, mm-hmm. and you see just horrid, pale, reddish light starting to come through it, and it looks like, like almost like a net that's across, and the threads of the net are thinning and ra- unraveling, and, and you smell god-awful death, decay, sulfur, mm-hmm. and you see, anyone else on the deck can see this too if you're at the right angle, um, things beyond it, it, it a, a, a very large thing, an eye looking through, and he's not even, he can't see what he's, he's got his back turns towards it, mm-hmm. uh, where usually he's like, do you have your sword, or are you just praying on your own, or just resisting, uh, I just wondering what it looks like. <clears throat> It probably doesn't have the sword out. No, he's probably just uh, uh, kneeling in, like, in an attempt to rip off the enchantment that he feels. Uh, a symbol appears over Galzaren, <laughs> the one, the eye in the triangle that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. And a piercing, like, silver light strikes that opening. And you hear an, uh, an enraged roar and, and something, like, burning and searing sounds and abruptly twists closed and there's like a, almost a pop that you hear that and you look up to where it was but you see nothing you can see the image of your symbol just fading out above you uh while you are there you you sense a, like that you're being watched um yeah and I'll, you, uh, Verindrig, can give me a no on this. I would give you a no, but you just did this thing, so. Hidden Seekers of Earth? Nope. Um, 19. Yeah, something from the Hells was trying to get through. Probably his hell, in fact. You can ask a question. And I wouldn't take much time on this. Um, is the veil um, here between his realm and ours weak, which is why exactly Peter's okay. in anything that has a connection to an outer realm, it's thin. <clears throat> Anybody else do anything for one beat? You guys remember the man in the mask? No. Are you saying that in play? What? No. Skin off my face. Uh, um. Fuck it, I'll give it a shot. <clears throat> uh, seeing Galzareth in prayer. Uh, Black Oak will also marshal his own forces, his own spiritual forces, mm-hmm. in an attempt to um, ask the three, the higher powers, whatever, uh, since he's still not clear where they end and he begins. Uh <clears throat> To bless and protect this ship and all upon it. Okay. Uh, you can have two feeds. So straight belief. Well, maybe no one's gonna allow us to try to get out since they're all at war right now. They're busy. Missed opportunity. I appreciate your optimism, Josh. But I did feel that in chance, so we'll see. I uh, don't think this has anything to do with soul healing, so uh, 22. Okay. Everybody gets, uh, you're now pretty much on the deck, or uh, were you still on the bridge? 
Uh, I was going to tell you for my beat thing, I'm just going to step outside the bridge and um, ready an arrow. Okay. Uh, so you're all there. You can all get uh, three dice to resist whatever might happen within here. Uh, Rinder, you also notice like on the surface of this place, that same sort of smeared script that's clearly from the Laconians, that it's just a query. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it gives you a number that's like a time signature for when it's going to happen, but then there's another like query of just unknown and stand by. It's faint because, well, you don't know where they are in relation to you. Right. Um, but they're trying to communicate that, you know, it's about to happen, but something's wrong. So what happens with the enchant? You rolled an 18, I rolled a 7. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing immediate, which should, which should scare you. Even more. Things, things happen. Just want to rip the Band-Aid off. That's fun for you. Ilgoth comes from the lower decks, uh, kind of hastily. Uh, she's got her goggles on her forehead, covered in grease, and it was in the <clears> middle <throat> of something. It's like, oh, we're doing it. what? It, hmm. We're on our way to the Laconian city, and this is the way that we get there. Right. She uh, goes over to uh, you know you know the central giant deck plates that open up for the gun and access to the engine and such. She goes over to it. And uh, she's just looking at the seams of it. She gets actually her head pretty down low. That doesn't look right. And then uh, you see her eyes widen, and a portion of the deck, the uh, the one of the doors itself, rips open like some giant just pulled it. And uh, and down below, crawling things and machinery just kind of rise up, like pieces of the ship. Maybe, or something else. Uh, some machinery on broken metal legs with oil spewing from it and dark red eyes rise up and a figure comes through, uh, floating up. It looks like a almost fetal, like a, a, a large fetus covered with plates of metal and being held in a harness that has spider-like limbs coming all the, from all different directions. Its head is encased in metal and it has a broken gem of red that glows with uh, terrible light. Its arms are trapped really in an armature that ends in a horrible, uh, like you don't know what it is, it's a tube that's like dripping liquid flame from it. And the other one is just sitting there, bare and pale, like a, like an infant's arm. It, it opens its mouth because you can see it, and it's got teeth of metal. You can give me a no roll there. Uh, Does he run Barter Town? No, no, he doesn't run run Barter Town. I don't know what you're referencing. I don't know the movie. That's the third Mad Max movie, <laughs> where there's a kind of dome in which certain. Meteorological events take place. Lightning? No. Hail? No, it's not that kind of dome. Blizzard? No, it's not a blizzard dome. <laughs> Look, we're beyond it now. <laughs> now fetus, you say, though. This is, How? this is what happens when the pro choice agenda gets their work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
I got the literature about all this. <coughs> does um, what, where where does the metal plating come in with that? Twenty-one. That is a denizen of the labyrinth. You've never seen it before. Oh, I don't get a cool name for him. Damn. Yet. It's uh, Ilgoth is just backpedaling. One of the spidery creatures is in front of her. Uh-huh. Just kind of, and the thing is the the, the floating like feet, the, you know embryonic sort of form of the creature. Uh, it swivels around. It looks at you, uh-huh. uh, brother. May I partake? Its voice is, it sounds like that. It should uh-huh. come from that throat. Mm. Uh, the time is not right. You must go back to the labyrinth before you're found out. There are much greater beings here now that will destroy both of us if you're found. Three feet, Arky. So good at arguing. So glad you took it. Don't forget the extra three dice. Yeah, you have three dice. Three dice. Good, because I have a plan B. <laughs> if it goes bad. I do too. I have a whole quiver of them. Is it B for beat feet? Uh, no, it's B for banish. Another query message appears, and this one, Verinder just, this one is like, the, the way Lacanian script works, it's just geometric, it always looks mm-hmm. the same, but you just feel a guys? <laughs> sort of, like, huh? Did you go AFK with that? Five. Um, he says, "It's a he, you think? Sure. Not much of its flesh is visible. It's just its arms and its head, portion of its neck. Uh, I would." Out of honor of first meeting, honor your request, but I, uh, <laughs> I need a gift. Oh. And he points, like, well, rather, his uh, little left arm that's ambulatory points and one of the horrible hooked black, like, like scrap metal arms creaks forward and it points at Ilgoth. She's backing away. Oh, I... Uh, We've been wanting to get rid of tracks, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Yeah, that will come back to bite us, literally. Um, I, I will step <clears throat> in the way of Ilgoth, uh, in between Ilgoth and the spider. I'm sorry, she's she is not mine to give, but I do have something for you. And I'll run down to my cabin and grab the lamb and come back. Uh, okay, uh, give me a move roll to do that with some sort of speed. Take two stress, by the way. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's important. So I will... Yeah, so one of those. And then spin that. So we have two Ten. Or silently, suddenly I move without direct detection. Not to sneak. So ten. I'll let you do that if, because you're being with my desk. So that's thirteen. Yeah, I'm just being very nice. You're very, very nice. He, ta- he takes off. Kind of soundlessly runs down. You have a beat here. 
where the creature, uh, it's now emerged from the deck, and you can see down into it, it's not the ship down below, because that should just mostly be space, and then just thick plating. This is just a tangle of wires, and you gears that are sort of grinding on each other, and horrible machine sounds, and spurts of oil, and steam. Uh, a few more of the spider-like, they're not all spider-like, some of them move on tiny little tread-like things, or wheels that are broken. Others are on, yeah, they're on legs. You, you, you can tell that there's about uh, eight or ten of them. And they're just, they've kind of come out of the hole. And he moves his legs forward a bit. Just waiting. So you guys have a beat while he's doing that. I'm going to look at Galzareth and just... You still have an arrow ready. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at Galzareth. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> can you, uh, well, depending on what he... So uh, that spider that was making its way towards Ilgoth, has it stopped, or is it still trying to move forward? That's a good question. Well, he was just pointing at it that he wanted her. Okay. And they've only just arrayed themselves around the uh, opening. Um, I will move down from the bridge um, towards the center of the deck. Mm -hmm. Um, You, uh, are you just flying? Yeah. Okay. Are you at the point where you don't have to roll for that anymore? By the yes. way, it, I think at I mentioned... six. Now, have you been buying up move at all or anything? Um, I don't think you have. No. Um, I have a uh, base five, and with my talent, it makes it eight. So if I roll, it's an automatic nine. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need to roll for basic, just flight normal, and you can just make your way down. When you... Kind of come down the stairs, you see the tableau before you. The creature looks up at you, it's broken, it's, it's not a gem, it's it's a lens. It looks like it's carved out of a ruby, but it's cracked. It looks up at you, and its mouth opens, and you see the awful dripping oil, these metal teeth. And it looks at you with, like, incredible contempt, but it says nothing. And it's not looking at anybody else like that. It's like some 40k shit. Yeah. Um, no one can be told that. In response to its look, I will pull out a old scroll um, made entirely of flesh, um, and I will present it to him and say, "This is a gift. Um, I had been I had received instruction from the Kyrger very briefly, but it is a piece of artwork that I had transcribed." Many, many. What do you mean? It's made entirely of flesh. I yeah, it came from the flesh roll. It came from the flesh roll. Oh God! Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is game one nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I had transcribed it um, in an effort to study those of your kind in reverence, but in light of the. You're just holding it out with your hand. Yes. And you have two feet. That's an argument. In the meantime, I'm just slowly drying the sword. Yeah, the second anything makes a move for Ilgoth. That's a, that's a stealth roll, that's a move. Okay. Uh, if it's a spider's, uh, or he, uh, a larger spider. Alright, you'll lose your opportunity to take a free shot, but you get an aim for an aim shot if you wanted to kind of continue doing what you're doing. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. So the main one, the main guy? Yeah, or the spiders if they come towards Ilgoth. Well, just roll uh, your, um, your aim. Uh, I'll move to the area and then move uh, move behind Ilgoth not 
not directly interposing, but <clears throat> ready to if something goes like decides to jump. Within this discussion, I can lead them to my own conclusions. No, not really. This okay. is uh, you're trying to argue something. Twenty-eight. He looks. This is weird reluctance coming from him. And he shifts forward, because I assume you're not like right up in his face. The arms are coming off, off his back. It's kind of, you know, really messed up Doc Ock. Uh, uh, but there's more limbs than that. And one of them comes directly out of the back. It's kind of got a scorpion sort of attitude towards it. And you can, and it, it just kind of comes up. It was sort of either folded up or on its back. And it extends out. And you can see the top, like, it, it thins down until it has a bunch of armatures that look like tools or weapons or something and they're continually moving like clicking and clacking with like dripping oil or some other fluid they rearrange themselves into a pincer not unlike like a small fairly delicate looking crab claw and it just reluctantly takes the flesh scroll uh, it is accepted and he just holds it, like, above itself, just, like, hovering, like, trying to keep the thing as far away from him as he can. He clearly despises the thing. You have no idea why. I got a... I to him when I'm pretty, and he's not. I got a, I got a 13 to draw without him realizing. Okay. I got a 32 to aim. Jesus. <laughs> he doesn't see you, well, just because you're, I assume you're just down by the deck, and you, you picked your spot that you usually take. Yeah. Uh, you got a 12, you said? Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't seem to notice, and you've got the silver blade out. You don't want. You have to hide it kind of behind you because there's no hiding that thing when it comes out. It's like, ah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have the power. Flash. <laughs> it's he. It. You, now you're coming. He's coming up the steps. Uh -huh. You grab the lamb. Uh -huh. uh, I'm like, uh, luckily you didn't see him follow us or anyone there. Yeah. And, and you come up and you see that, like, the exchange of the scroll. You can give me a no roll. I'm just trying to be distraction. Succeeding. Twenty-one. Yeah, uh, you just witnessed what happened. Mm-hmm. She was very polite and presented a gift, and that's what you normally do. That's why he was asking for mm -hmm. something. Uh, and so because she was so polite and, and honored the weird forms that your kind take, mm -hmm. he has to accept it. But he despises things of flesh. Despises them. Oh! One of the reasons why you may have never seen or heard from him is because you were far away from each other. Gotcha. Almost unconsciously. Okay. And you realize, like, the... The lamb is not going to work. <laughs> no. Cyber lamb. Okay. Now, you, now, as to why he wants Ilgoth, who is made of flesh... But she's good with metal tech, yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so I will kind of, like... And it just runs yeah. the fuck away. Yeah. It, <laughs> it craps a little. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I come back out, and I will present to him the uh, Sapphire Claw that I got from uh, the crazy college, the, the drugged-out uh, oh, professor. Yeah. Yes. What I, did I tell you? It was super sharp. Right. It was a fragile... Yeah, it's very fragile, but it's super sharp. It's in a, a big, like, Sapphire Claw thing, and I'll present that to him. Okay. 
this is all I have uh, that isn't of the flesh, which I know you prefer not to receive. You can have Please. two feats. You can use your bonus rolls from the belief, by the way. I already used it. Oh, fair enough. This is uh, argue. Uh, yes. You, you bidding for charm? Add <laughs> <laughs> books. Yeah. 90% books. Got paper books, flash books, papyrus books. I could give it something, but all of my books. items range in power from fell artifacts to utterly useless. Nine. He, uh, looks at it. Yeah, no? Yep. Um, I... He leans forward, or rather, the, the fetus creature moves forward. Kind of, you know, the whole thing has to swing, just like he's in a carriage thing. Oh. One more. Yes. And you choose death. And I stab him through the black knife. Yay! Okay. Okay. Uh, give me a uh, run attack. Can you have a feat? <laughs> yeah! some clawed apparatus in front of you and just screeches on it. Uh, it hits it and just it draws a line uh-huh. across of it. Uh, you'll have to go next because you have to get the aim. I assume uh, you could have it either on him or the ones that are just sort of arrayed around it. Uh, You're all pretty close to this happening, so... Yeah, I'll have it on, on him with a legacy stone arrow. Okay. That was uh, one of the ones that's undefined. Yeah, it's the one Orathion gave me. I was like, right. a, hey, look at how much I know about you. <laughs> okay. So so you got a 31, right? 32. So that's uh, six or uh, five dice for this aim roll. It's not just, I rolled this, that's what happens. When you aim, you just keep adding that- the dice. And theoretically, you could keep doing it mm-hmm. to build up a big one. Uh, yeah, five plus whatever you normally roll. That's yeah. my normal ones. Plus, I'm going to use... Uh, the three. The three. <laughs> yeah. This is important. Spend to re-roll both. I rolled two sixes. I can spend to re-roll with only, both. No, no, one. only one. That's why I thought. I want to check though. Um, twenty-seven. Okay, you let loose the arrow, and it strikes in, into the base of the claw that he's holding to the flesh. Scroll with the big his central claw. Um,
it uh, there's a shower of like dust as it hits it, and heavy dust that sort of falls down around him, uh, and uh, he, he shifts. You don't know if you've heard him, but something's happened. You see the dust settle, and it just settles on the oil that's around his limbs, uh, and just it's like drawn to him. It's not a normal thing for just a broken stone arrow to have done. You got 27, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that's your turn. You, you three guys? Okay. Go ahead. Um, so this thing, how, how huge is this thing? It's pretty big. It's like, if... He's if he were just a normal fetus side, or like just his flesh would be about three times the size of, that he should be, and then he's just enshrouded in, in, in this horrible uh, metal contraption which extends out. He's giant sized, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Um. <clears throat> you got your sword out. Everybody's kind of right there. Yeah. Uh. It's sort of a knife fight in a phone booth situation. <laughs> Uh, rather than rather than swing my sword at him, I'm going to with my as I'm draw as I'm pulling it forward with my left hand, I'm going to draw my triangle triangle in the air right. and uh, and push uh, absolution through it uh, and say and say I cast judgment upon you, fail cr- fell creature. Okay, uh, three feet. You doing the invoke thing? Uh, yes. By the light of absolution, I cast judgment on the wicked. Okay. One, two, three. Ooh, I wonder if we get some splash damage on this. <laughs> it seems pretty pointed. You know, it's very directed. Yeah, yeah. That is. Seen him do it before where it was broad, though. Yeah. That is nine dice and not a single six. Ooh, feel you, dude. Yeah, feel that. Uh, I still got. Let's see, a five, thirteen, uh, sixteen on that. Okay. Uh, the light, a silvery bright light, it briefly just illuminates this whole place, and you guys have that sort of flash imagery of you are elsewhere. Uh, you are not in the world at all, because the light expands outwards. You see that the stars that you saw, they were just reflections inside the skin of whatever this was, and there is nothing out there. It's not darkness, it's not white, it's nothing. So whatever that looks like is what it looks like. I can't explain that to you. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. Um, the light strikes at him. A uh, it hits like the eye, the broken thing on his eye, and reflects in different directions. Strikes one of the spidery creatures, which just kind of crumbles to slag, but it doesn't hurt him. Where did I put those guys? The Final Fantasy boss rolls. <laughs> also. Yep. I didn't have to do that, but it's a cool moment and it makes sense. And, yeah. yeah. Well, labyrinth isn't necessarily good or evil. You can give me a reflexive no roll. Yay! Mm-hmm. Just so happens that everything we've met from there is pretty evil. Well, Self indulgent. Yeah. It'll be a six, unless my tactician talent applies. It's it's this thing's pretty powerful, uh, and uh, weirdly, even though it's not in the labyrinth, it's in a place where its power is almost as good is when it is, because it's in a, a beautiful machine, and the bowels of it on it, separate from the world, so it's it's in a, it, it's in its full power almost. It gets layer actions. 
<laughs> I do that occasionally, but you guys, you know, I, I never called them that. I've been doing it for years. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, that's you, I think. You These two gotta go. Wanna go first or me? Um, I'm gonna try and see what this new body does. Go ahead. What? Are you going to glow up? Is that what? No, because I have um, Invoke and Enchantment talents that I have not used, and Dragon Form applies breath, so so seeing what um, Gwen did with the stone arrow and the dust and how it's kind of counterintuitive um, to his metal bits, um, I'm going to try and do... My um, paralyze. Normally uh, the gaze thing. Normally the gaze, however it manifests, it manifests. Right. And even if it's just, um, I got um, you. I got you. Go ahead. You can give me a breath. Uh, that's fine too. You usually use invoke with that, or um, it is usually enchant. It's an enchant. Okay. Do you have invoke? I do not have it as an invoke. Okay. Um. You have the invoke ability, though. I do have the invoke ability. Okay. Yeah, roll invoke for this. Okay. Wait. And what is the enchant ability, the talent that you normally use with this? Um, the original um, incantation of it was my paralyzing gaze pierces into your st- into right. your soul. That that's gone, and it's now underneath your invoke. But the wording of it, I'll give you in a sec. Okay. Fuck it, I'm going to buy it up to 24. Okay. So it is a 24. Okay. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Best laid plans. As a direct result of an action, you realize... That one of your minor goals is predicated on an assumption that is utterly false. It's personal. It doesn't affect you guys necessarily. Mm-hmm. Necessarily. And it gives me information. Okay. I, when he first said the title, I actually thought it was purple. For oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're the same They're the same title. Yeah. 24, you said? 24. Uh, you rear back, and yeah, the. It's for a second, you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then that, like, pressure in your chest just bursts, and you open your mouth wide at a deep purplish mist just spews forth as heavy as the dust that settled on it and just like vapor almost a, it's almost not gas it's almost just dust that comes out and it, it encircles the, the the creature and its minions and it just sort of hangs and slowly drifts down Reminds me of the, uh, the war guardians that are added in the Skyrim Immersive Monsters <clears throat> mod. Yeah, those always surprise me. Yeah, and they just cover you in that dust and it drains your health like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, it'll even work if you're using Extract the Extra. I found that, yeah. Yeah, I thought I was going to get around it. It's like, gah! It takes a, it's random and it always takes a second for your character to transition from the animations for mining mm-hmm. to getting their sword off their back so that they can kill it. I love the ore extraction spell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nice. 
Uh, after a moment, you see that there's, there's a cry of rage and pain, and uh, the dust has settled. It's still kind of low on the ground, uh, and you see that his minions have stopped moving, all but one of them. And uh, they, they're just kind of pulled in on themselves, and they have a, uh, a sheen to them you don't quite recognize. Um, and then Black Oak. All right. Um, <clears throat> Some of it got on him as well, of course. What did uh, you get on that? Is it 24 years? 24. Okay. He'll take Ilgoth and since he doesn't want the, the guy to just go around him, he'll sort of put him in her branches or put her in his branches for now. Okay. So that way, She's any, happy to climb up. Yeah. So that way anything that happens has to go through him. Uh, <clears throat> and then he'll look at it. Strange, Strange William squeaks. He's got a spear, and he's on your shoulder. He moves out of the way so you can put her there, and he switches to your other shoulder, and he's got his little spear, which it's a long spear for him, so we're talking like eight inches long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a dagger too, but he's like, hey, this is a battle battle. <laughs> I need the spear for this one. You don't know where he got it. It's probably made out of you. <laughs> Lots of things are. All right. You'll <clears throat> uh, look at this... Thing and say, creature, this human is not yours, this crew is not yours, this ship is not yours, and you are not welcome here. Be banished from this plane. That's a dominate. You have two feats. Superhero hospitality. <laughs> and you mean no on that reflection. Yeah. Figures of Earth. No. 20. Yeah, you almost have you know, like one more gift than he was left. And he'd probably be giving you something too. <laughs> I mean, it is a wicked creature. I didn't want to give up my pocket watch anyway. I'm happy for the stabbings. Yeah. It's been a while since we do a good stabs. Uh, beware the wrath of a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Man in quotes. <laughs> 29. Okay. Uh, I'll leave it at 29. But now I like this place. And, but you see him kind of shudder and revulsion and like a little bit of, you, you don't know if it's fear, you don't know if the digits of Labyrinth can feel it, but something's got him uh, unsettled. And if you see me not rolling for things, it's because they have a baseline that I can use sometimes. It's usually lower than what they would get by rolling, but it's just a baseline, like armor class kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to roll 50 times on the defense <clears throat> like with minions. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's all you guys. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. He is having trouble moving around, uh, but, and you're right in front. Oh, I'm right there. And so the, the, the big scorpion uh, thing rears back and just shoots down while it's coming down you can just see a, a, in a blink like the armature is retracting and a horrible barbed blade is there mm -hmm. dripping with oil mm -hmm. and it's trying to stab into you why is it always you that gets the like physical <laughs> like he's the one who started the fight that's yeah. true i'm just sensing a pattern here <laughs> also he's more vulnerable yeah you probably would have gone for me because he me, but okay. i didn't stab him in the jaw <laughs> it's a 10. I was happy that, at least at this fight, I didn't shoot first. 
<laughs> progress. That is progress. <laughs> that is the first step of your what? Twelve step? Twenty two step? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I think the first step was learning that I'm not a people person. That that was step you get? One. ten. Uh, you almost get out of the way. The thing strikes you. Mm-hmm. That's uh, two damage. Oh wait, no. As a total of that. Yeah. So yeah. All and you only need to spend one. To oh, I'm suffering, baby. No, no, no. If your protection's two, you only have to spend one. Oh, you're you suffering. suffering. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Damn. Yeah. 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 You feel the uh, the the oil of it, like it's like kind of dripped on you, mm-hmm. and it's vi- it, it's not acidic, but it is very acrid, and it it's like pure of almost ammonia. Mm. You don't want that in me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. The. Uh, the remaining minion, uh, strange spider creature, leaps at you, Galzareth. Okay. Uh, you don't even know how it's trying to attack you. This is the one that's got two treads in front and little, like, pincery things that it's trying to, it's, it's coming for your face, trying to get on top of you. It's not moving very well. Just a ten. Okay, uh, I'm gonna just grab the blade and push it off of me. Okay. Nineteen. All right. Yeah, you uh, shove it to the side and it goes skittering across the deck. Like it hits one of the other, like slagged or actually they're not slagged. They're uh, yeah. Now you can see they've been petrified. Uh, and it kicks up some more of that purple dust. Um, you don't know if that's still active or not. Um, the the labyrinthian, he uh, he's trying to move, but it's it's very difficult for him. You see the powder like keeps drifting off of him, like that. The arrowhead was not very big, but it's like somebody just uploaded sand all over him, and it's just moving, and it's really hindering what he's doing. Uh, the little glowy thing on his uh, where his eye is uh, some like pale light comes out of it and you see three of the, the petrified creatures just turn to dust and then something comes up out of the portal uh, it looks like two more he said layer action <laughs> but he's been slowed down mm-hmm. and it's your guys' turn again I will call out to Thrax and command him to attack <clears throat> this fell beast, and then I will pull from the misshaped thorn pod that I got from the gardener. Mm-hmm. I will hold it in my hand, invoking it with my uh, with the correct components. Animation can come from anything, and I want to shove it as far down the throat of the baby you, monster. You're gonna have to be able to hit him. Sure. But, um, Okay, where was Thrax before you started? He was where Thrax lives. Yeah, you call it to him, you don't hear anything. Okay. Uh, you're going to have two That's keeps. That's a problem for later. That's an engage. Yep. Or, uh, yeah. It's fine. I wonder if Thrax went through the portal with us. I don't know. I don't know, but we do know oh, he has no. a goal. His goal is to eat heart. So he will come for it eventually. There'll be so many dead sharks in my 
That'll be a nine. Okay. Yeah, he, 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 even though he's like sort of hindered in his movements, one of the little armatures, it actually wards it away with that uh, bigger arm thing mm-hmm. that he has. And now you're just kind of grappled with him. Sure. You got the seed pot in your hand, mm-hmm. and you're like you're kind of lifted up off the ground. Cool. Hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, since he's busy, uh, well, magic didn't work. <gasps> I'm just gonna. Work just fine. Fuck you. No, my magic didn't work. <coughs> uh, I'm going to uh, take a full charge and just try and like slam the point of my blade into him, just just beyond where the chirurger is. All right, this will be overwhelming attack. Yeah. yeah. So it's a six, right? Thirty-one. Okay. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, he shifts to his side and promptly drops the chirurger, uh, and uh, your blade goes deep into a thorax. It's hard to say what it is. It, like a f- several just there's a like a horrible sound of crunching machinery. And oil spews out, and that dust kind of settles down. Uh, it sounds like it's pinned down for a second. No, then? Oh. no I'm just in. My blade is in him now. Gotcha. Well, yeah. while he's distracted with that, uh, I'm going to uh, shoot him just with a normal stone arrow um, and aiming for his throat or his eye. Okay. You can have a feet. Since I've done a fully statted up thing and I'm running out of room. Yeah. <laughs> 28. Okay. Um, it, uh, he's moving too much for it to strike his eye, but the, you see the arrow just... And it disappears in there somewhere, and you see like a spurt of oil come out the other side. And one of his leg-like armatures kind of flailing, and there's a tube, a nasty, like, gnarled metal tube that's spewing oil. Well, I'll go. Um, I'll move to interpose myself between it and the chirurger, uh, between the tail thing that's going after it and the chirurger. Uh, I'll grab onto it and uh, I'll attempt to basically rip off the tail. And as I do, I'll say, uh, <clears throat> May your oil fill with sand, your screens fill with dust, your vines. Your gear is full of fines, and your iron turned to rust as I just rip it off, or attempt to rip it off. Are you trying to do something Nope, I'm just rhyming. Right. I mean, I, I can do something believing. It'll just, you get you get two feats for it is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, your fight. So you believed in yourself. No. I believe in me. Uh, 
uh, through my large grasping branches. Mm -hmm. You uh, grab the uh, the tail and kind of pry it away. I'm putting on one of your legs to try to rip it. It's very, very solid, but you do manage to wrench him and he kind of falls off of his feet. You pull him away from the doorway, uh, from behind. And you, yeah, and now oil is kind of covered everywhere. It's, uh, it gets on your branches. It's not gonna, it doesn't cause any damage or anything, but you've never felt something as foul. You, know, you don't remember something this foul. Uh, in a long, long time. Now, since I'm using my branches, I have a no tier quick attack and extra normal attack. Or is that not effective? Oh, that's the thing you have to do when you're t just okay. when you're striking at them. You, you basically can do a flurry. It's like your dual D. Okay. Uh, it, it gives you a disadvantage, but then each attack has to be defended. Okay. I'm good. Uh, it's very good against humans. Uh, who, yes. uh, Verendra will fall back. Um, she will uh, prick her finger with her Eletheria mechanical pen and um, begin inscribing. You don't even need to. Oh, okay. You can just. Oh, you can use a pen if you want. Right, but, yeah. fair enough. Um, uh, actually, no, she will use the pen to snub the. What do you do? Asshole that broke hospitality. She will inscribe in Laconian to attempt to answer the query. Um, basically. Oh. Uh, giving per, uh, giving the query the list of those who are accepting passage, being the Prince of Dawn, the crew of the Prince of Dawn, Ulthar and his crew, et cetera, et cetera, us, and specifically mentioning that the um, uh, uh, the Labyrinthian and his minions are not um, to be accepted, uh, are not accepted for passage. Okay, it's going to be tough to do in a round, so uh, using just uh, no for this, or... For um, I have an invoke talent. I create rituals of power and cursed blood. Yeah, okay. Is your blood cursed? Or it's an invoke talent, yeah. Yeah, is your blood cursed? You'll have the talent and it'll go, but it's you'll have to... I don't it. know. I'll have to... I'll have, have to, to reward it. Okay, that's you fine. You just have to reward it. There's an obvious thing you could add to it that would be fine. Matt. Somebody please. Twenty two. Fantasy role playing game. Twenty two. Give me one sec. All right. Um, you have to. I'll stop asking after a while. That's fine. My base invoke is now an eighteen. But the uh, that sort of you have to willingly draw upon that source every single time, okay. even here, and um, you get some blood, uh, like thick dragon blood on you, and you're just doing it in the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you make the. Uh, you see, there's this weird thing that happens. Um, when you get the dragon blood and you're riding in it, you have this vision of this real, like, spidery, involved script of the old, like, the language of dragons or something. But as you start to ride, it just becomes this geometric form of the Laconians. And uh, you're putting a lot of, you, I guess, power into it, to say that. And it floats up and it sticks to the surface of the place that you're in. as it, And then it, it lights up kind of smears out like their message and then disappears. Uh, you know you did something. Are you moving at all? Because you can, you know, you get your simple action, complex action. You said you're falling back, right? 
Um, yeah, I fell back to the center of the... Yeah, you moved to the center of the ship? The Yeah, the guardian runes. Oh, you went to the pentagram. Okay. I went to the pentagram. That's cool. fine, yeah, you can get there. They're still glowing, they'll just start to fade, but they're on the surface. It's turn. Yep. It's not moving very well. You see that it, um, um, the, the, the eye glows, and you can hear machinery like cranking on the inside of it, and uh, oil or and some other fluid starts to just erupt out of either gaps in its machinery or places designed for it. It's trying to overcome the enchantment it's under, which is probably not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did one too. I mean, it was a one done thing, but you did. And yeah, the, the fluid just cascades down it. Some of it, it's blackish gray, leaks over the baby's head and comes down his cheek and gets on its little baby arm. And he's like, <laughs> and it moves out and a, a, a small limb comes out of its torso, like almost brightly colored like it was just newly made and it's got like two pincers a little t-rex looking but made out of cursed metal um and abruptly uh it's being drugged back by him uh and it uh it, so it can't move very far at all but it shifts itself so then now it's uh you've got it and it's kind of turned to face you with its tail uh it was trying to skitter away towards the prow but you, you're holding on to the thing. And uh, it didn't choose to resist you. It chose to get... No, that's a simple action. Yeah, it's going to choose to resist. It turns over, actually. That's what happens. And, uh... 30 minutes. Uh, it was slow. When you're slowed, you lose... You pick one of your actions to do during a turn instead of getting both. You can do your simple or your complex, not both, if you're under, like, a slow, which is what her petrification does. And her arrow was doing the same thing, so I just had him oh. together. It's gotten over that now. Uh-huh. Now the dust of your your purple breath has just kind of settled, like shiny, deep purple, glittering in the light. Um, four of the minions uh, scuttle up its form and up its leg, and they're all like leaping at you, black oak. Four? Yeah. They came. I just came okay. out. Okay. So yeah, I can spawn ads. Yeah. Let's see. That's an 11. Uh, as they're attacking you. Okay. Um, if you let go, it, it'll make it a lot easier. Because if you continue to grapple, you're at a disadvantage to anything that's attacking you. Okay. Uh, I mean, we want it to leave, and it wants to leave. So I'll don't look up. I don't think it wants to leave. It does not. Oh, want to it leave. just wants to run. Okay. No, it decided it really likes it here. Oh, yeah. great. Okay. You guys have no idea what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I'm just basing um, off what he said to Kendra. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll hold on to it for this turn. And I'll attempt to, while I'm holding on to it, uh, bat away the other creatures with my branches. Okay. Um, you can. That's a. Standard fight with disadvantage. That's minus six. Yep. Okay. 
wonder if we're outside the influence of the summoner's eye. <laughs> I would test it. 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they all uh, climb on top, uh, like trying to, they're just trying to come for your face. Manage to, it, it's kind of an uh, elegant way. You push some to the side. One of them's now attached to your arm, and but they aren't hurting you. Another one, it was coming for your shoulder, and you see, like, uh, Strange William with his spear just comes on him, and he's, like, poking at it. It doesn't hurt it, you don't think? And in fact, Strange William's in a very bad situation here. But it did pause it enough that you could, that one, you just cast it off of you. Uh, and it's on the ground. Um, let's see. The other two, yeah, you've managed to fling them off your arm, so they're just kind of scuttling around. Another one crawls from the pit. So while I'm holding on to it, is it also at disadvantage to its like defensive and fight rolls? Or? Uh, the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, it's not going to be as effective on him just because he's got a lot of different limbs, mm -hmm. and then you, but it does have an effect. Uh, who else is? That was their turn. turn. Okay. Yeah, they all attacked him because they're defending him. He did his actions. It's you guys. Okay. Cool. So you said he's got some flesh on him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I want to go after his baby flesh. <laughs> I want to uh, basically get as best I can and use my crafting to get inside of him. I want to spin through the heart and I want him to feel. Okay, remember this isn't a fight, and he this is a physical action. That yeah. You're doing. So, so you got to gauge first. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I don't want you to waste your turn or anything. Oh, that's fine. I will try to engage him. Yeah. Ten. I just see. Uh, so. If you wanted to use your ability on something you have to create something, I have anything on me. Okay. I have to leave the fight. All right. Yeah. He uh, fends you off. Cool. Uh, you have your simple action. You're very close to him. You're right up on him. Um. You can ready an item. Move away. Sure. Already an item. What are you? What are you ready? You could ready your dagger in case he wants to go at you again. He's already got his dagger. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I guess the uh, trading rod. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, my blade is still kind of lodged in his weird mechanical gears. No, it's not trapped. Okay. You just stabbed it and pulled it out. Oh, okay. It wasn't a super great hit. He rolled pretty good. Okay. But you did, you did hurt him. Okay. I'm gonna fly in. And... Well, well, oh. well, well, you're not. No, I'm just gonna stab. I'm gonna uh, swing down on uh, in an overarching swing. Okay. Overwhelming attack. Just try again. He is giant sized, but you're giant sized, so it just kind of evens out there. I'm not technically giant. Oh yeah, you're not. Okay, so it, it may not be the best yeah. move on him. I think standard attacking might be a good idea. Everybody wants to do something special every time, but sometimes you, you know. Just, oh, does overwhelming require them to be of similar size? They get, resi it, it, they get resistance to it. Like if, and if they're real big, it doesn't do shit. I see. All right, it I'll just do a normal attack a, then. It just becomes a normal attack if they're really big. Uh, 
He's not very skilled at combat exactly, he just has a lot of ways to interpose things ugh, uh, in the way. And it's he's obviously very tough. 36. Alright. Um, you base 3, right? Uh, I don't think that, uh, probably, I don't think that you've ever told me, but it's a great sword, so... Yeah, they, they do best there. Um, so that's, that's, okay, yeah. Yeah, you strike and sever that in, uh, one of the limbs, uh, his four limbs, just, like, spews an awful oil. It's actually a lot of different fluids. It's, it's weird spring armatures under a lot of pressure, just kind of, oh, he's like, you guess that's an expression of pain? Uh, so he looks pretty hurt. Yeah. I will uh, follow it up with an arrow aiming for the any of the baby flesh, as Josh so nicely put it. Okay. You have feet? All shots just usually will give you feeds mostly. Cool. Uh, 18. Uh, 18? Yeah. Uh, it deflects off of something. It doesn't hurt him. Is that. You guys. Uh, um, I'm going to fly up above him and breathe straight down on him, trying as much as I can to this black oak. Yes, you got no options with that. This is an area attack generally. You could try to use your ability in a different way, but you kind of you kind of in a new territory with it because you feel pressure. You there are different things you can do with your magical dragon's breath. You just don't know what they are exactly. Could I inscribe it's a fortified station and breathe on that? It's one action. Okay. Um, <laughs> can she just do a raw invoke and like roll the dice on what happens? What do you mean? Like you said, they're oh, just figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you just want to just try something that you know that, that you have this ability, you just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah I'll try that. I'll okay. just do a raw invoke. To see what else I can do. Okay. Um, that is a twenty-two. Wait, yeah, twenty-two. Because there's no talent applies. Fire breath. Sorry, Black Oak. Oh no. <sighs> no she doesn't. She's not a kind of dragon. Um, no, she could be. We don't know. But I do. Hundred <laughs> percent. No. <laughs> And because this is made up, I know it to a degree that you can't even have knowledge of the actual world that degree because it's made up. Oh, but you feel you feel secretly from the Ember Reaches. You 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 see her like like serpentine her way up and then aim down. She's gotten a lot more agile and look down and you feel the pressure. It's just different. It's it's weirdly physical how you're doing this. Uh, you guys all see a little puff of steam come out of the sides of her mouth and then like a spiraling pure white. 
uh, blast of steam just spirals down. It looks like superheated. It just strikes into it. What did you get on it? 22. 22. Raw. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I still roll. Uh, something shifts in him, and a couple of the limbs come together in a web work trying to protect him. He, he's brought, trying to bring his tail in, but it's being held. And he just, the steam hits See, like, things melt, and some of the uh, oil just catches on fire and just sort of drips, like, oily, dirty flame around. You don't know if you've hurt him very well, though. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, <clears throat> powerful, superheated steam. It spirals out so you can pinpoint within a reason okay. certain things uh, uh, I'm gonna keep trying to rip the tail off okay, fine. and uh, if I can I'm gonna place a root foot against him to give myself leverage uh, and try to make use of any heated elements that might be weaker now or nah, more malleable it's, it's nothing like that okay. you could tell this thing isn't his machinery shouldn't work in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Uh, it's it's like it's always broken, but you can le leverage your. Uh, I, I'm calling them legs. They're pretty much legs against the opening of the uh, the grate because uh, he's ripped up part of it to form the portal, and there's like just a giant bulge of metal that you can lean against it so you can get a feet. Thank you. Thirty-two. Okay. And you just try to hurt him. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's a thirty-eight because you're an advantage on him because he's still grappled. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter for this instance, but it will sometimes will. Uh, Yeah, you feel something pop, and it, it's on the inside of the tail. That there's a tube or a series of them that feed into it, and you can tell, oh, that's all just horrible venom. And it, you feel something crack, and it just starts to spew onto the ground. This is kind of greenish in a, in a spreading pool. It's like, and now kind of flailing around. Mm -hmm. uh, he's on the deck, just kind of flat. Uh, so his torso is kind of leaning against the deck and he's got armatures around it and he's surrounded he's not doing very well is that you guys mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's yes. see uh who would he pick you're kind of behind him so he can't really target you you see him lever his uh, other arm ah, and he points it at you galzara yay and then just liquid fire comes out Oh. <laughs> well, now we get to see how that uh, used to be being made of fire and angel fire works now. Huh? We are fighting fire with fire. Yeah. Don't think it'll provide too much protection, but it's a shot. 
problem is, how are you going to defend against it? I have to move. There's no other way. <laughs> Oops. Cocked. That's a 23. Okay. I'll have to change this talent, but it is still a move to get out of the way of things. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm gonna, um, as as he's like lifting this thing down, I'm going to try my damnedest just to like dive underneath his weird armatures and underneath his body as a whole and you just like feet. go prone. Yeah, just move. Do you have a move talent? Yeah, I'm an untouchable devil of war. Ah, okay. He's sort of touchable. <laughs> <laughs> For the right devil. Oh. I rolled very poorly on this, so it's going to be a nine. Okay. Uh, the the blast of fire hits you. Take six. Oh! I'll soak three. Yeah. Just this liquid, like basically, you know, white phosphorus mixed. It, it's awful, uh-huh. and you feel it sear into your skin. Uh, are you still up? Yeah. You're still yeah. Up. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> um. Let's see. Yeah. Just trying to figure out what they would do. Yeah, they're just going to attack the simple creatures, and he's the one who's got a hold of them. So they, uh, they're all on the ground. Now they just run up and they like try to attack your lower branches with claws and such. And again, you're at a disadvantage unless you give up the grapple. Okay. That's uh, twelve. Uh, I will try keep trying to hold the grapple for now. And <clears throat> how are you going to defend yourself? Uh, Just kick at them. Yeah, essentially, <clears throat> stop, drop, and roll over over them while holding onto the tail. No, just kick at them. Just yeah. kick at them. All right. I assume you're just spinning every time, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The nice thing about having twenty-one body. Yeah. yeah. feel like biting into you you take two damage three times okay can i soak individually soak individually mm-hmm. okay uh, okay i will soak all of those all of them okay yeah yeah um and now they're cl- clamped onto you so now it's just this mess of things grabbing onto other things uh he attacked it's your guys's turn uh, you you see something crawling up. Uh, just one this time. Another one coming back up. <coughs> Who's gonna go? Um, I'll go. Okay. I'll like work my way up to his little his little baby face. Yeah. And I'll lean down. It's like you could have you could have left. You could have taken your gift and just left. But now you're gonna die here. And my brothers, our other brothers and sisters, are gonna take your domain. Enjoy oblivion. I don't try to stab him in the face with my dagger. Right. Uh, he's at a disadvantage. He looks at you and says, "Like, I don't understand how you're talking." 
And you'll get a reflexive no roll off that after this. Okay. Plus six because he's a disadvantage. I already took that. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So I rolled sixteen. So did he? Um. So yeah, you uh, you're stabbing into him. Mm-hmm. He just you can see it through his eye that he doesn't know what you're talking. Like he has no idea what you mean. But you stab into him like into his neck actually where the flesh meets, and uh, it's yeah. Okay. Uh, you drive it in, and, like, and the machine just kind of like pulls into itself a little bit, and it falls to the ground. Um, oils just sort of spreading out. The minions are scuttling around like crazed. Uh, there's a uh, five of them, so they're still up and. Uh, like making horrible chittering noises you haven't heard them do yet. Who else is going? Uh, I'll uh, attack one of the minions since they, they move pretty fast, right? They're fairly fast. I'm not going to try and hit him with the arrow. Instead, I'll take the spear of coral and try and like use it like a golf club to just, just throw it, put it off the deck like I'm at driving range. Okay. Uh, you use your simple action to change into with your spear, but you still can attack one. So go ahead. You can have a feet. Happy Gilmore, one of these things off the deck. <laughs> you say I got a no roll? Reflexive, yeah. yeah. Reflexive. Uh, it's not going to be, I mean, eh, we'll see what you get, but. Yeah. 14? <laughs> yeah, you strike one of them, uh, yep. slashing with the, the, the spear. Um, you have to almost, like, get, like, get some air. To do it, but you, you tend to do that anyway. And again, one goes flying over. Well, it, go, it, it goes over the deck like this, and then hits something, and then just kind of is starting to drift down. Dead is dead. <laughs> All right. And you have your simple action. I don't know what you want to do with that. Oh, uh, you use weapons. the yeah, change weapons. Um, Seventeen on now. Yeah, he, he. All the things you just said to him, it wouldn't have made sense to you either. It's like, why would he care? Why would he be afraid? Why would he care? The whole idea of like, oh, I want revenge. They, they don't know anything about that. And you realize how much you've changed since then. So basically, it, its last moments were utter confusion and then darkness. Um, Is the portal still open? As far as you can tell. What do you, I mean, what are you guys doing? The menus are still around. I'm going to start whacking at them too. Okay. Because you mean the portal to the labyrinth or the yeah. portal to Laconia? Both. To the labyrinth. Well, this has never been a portal, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a 21 to attack one of the minions. All right. Yeah, you uh, just 
cleave into it, into the deck. Uh, anybody else? Actually, yeah, and you in the back swing, you get another one. Um, the minion that just crawled out of the portal, um, I'm going to line up my shot and breathe on it and the portal. Okay. In case anything else wants to try and come out. All right. Fuck you, that. you have a good view into it. Yeah, there are things scuttling below. Yeah, and there's like a, a yellowish light of a fire, a smoky flame down in there. 26. Alright. Yeah, you, uh, you blast into it. One of them just like kind of explodes in oil and parts. And uh, you hear a... As the steam just kind of corkscrews down in there doing a huge amount of damage to whatever might be there. Ilgoth, uh, she's, you put her on her shoulder, she jumps down, and she runs towards the, uh, one of the other minions. She's got something in her hands, um, and she brings it forward. It looks like some kind of a hooked, like, you don't know if it's a engineer's equipment or whatever, but she, uh, strikes at the thing. Good for her. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it clamps into it, and she's holding it down on the ground. It's moving crazy, spewing steam and oil, and then she's trying to fiddle with something on her belt. It's like, hey, hey help me get this one. It's the only one left. You don't want to keep this around. I think I do. Uh, for my action, I don't trust this thing's actually dead. I don't trust anything from the lab that's ever actually fully dead. I'm just going to Basically, try to finish ripping the tail off and then stab it through its uh, through its chest with its own tail. Oh, the the big thing. Yeah, yeah, the big dead baby thing. Yeah, you uh, <coughs> you can you, you tear the tail off and uh, just kind of leverage it around. It's very heavy, and it, basically you can only go through the neck That's and fine. You stab it in there. Uh, blood comes out, but it's thick, coagulated, like a dead person's blood. And it, it doesn't seem to be moving. You can see that it's become separated in the fight and all the damage it's taken. The, the jewel, that, uh, the lens that was in front of his eye was part of an armature that was, a, and it's moved away from the face and you see just, it has little green eyes that are like kind of rolled back in its face. It has lines around its, those eyes that look like an old man's. And you can now see that it's, it had pasty white flesh, but it wasn't infant flesh. It was kind of, Arnold's parchment thin, like a very, very old person. Uh, is anybody helping Ilgoth? Or? Uh, I think that we're all out of sure. Actions. Well, yeah. we're not in rounds. Oh, time. yeah, I'll yeah. help Ilgoth then. <clears throat> Give me a labor. Yay! Is everyone okay with Ilgoth experimenting on things from the labyrinth? We don't know your, what she wants to do yet. That is your purview. She won't listen to me. <laughs> Uh, I don't. So I will take for, no thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. You managed to get it subdued. She has a bunch of cabling. That's what she was fiddling with, and wrap around all of its limbs. This is one of the ones that's like all spidery legs, and uh, underneath it, like where its belly would be, is a clear gem or a, another lens-like thing, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's kind of just moving around, trying to get out. After a while, it sort of gives up, and it's just occasional bout of steam goes pss, pss, like that. 
the uh, portal is still there. And then you can Have see we it just moved through the portal yet. Are we still like the portal's in the labyrinth. Okay. Yeah, the portal to the labyrinth. We are basically in queue. That's what I thought. Yeah, we are still There's a uh, message comes in that smeared text. Uh, Like basically saying resolved. Uh, And then it has some data on it that you can't quite. You give me a note to try to figure it out. Uh, I'm going to walk up to what. uh, What. Ilgoth is doing with that, and I'm with the spear of coral still in my hand. I'm just gonna slam it down on the thing. Okay. The Kyoja said that this is not to be experimented on. All right. Uh, give me a roll. Uh, Twenty for the reflexes now. Yeah, they're what they mean by resolved is it's not the creature. They there's no way to for them to have known what that was. It's the actual portal itself that's causing the problem. I would attempt to. Close that. Are you going to attempt to close I it? I would like to attempt to close it. Have you ever tried to close another one of your brethren's portals before? I think I tried with what's her face. Yeah, yeah. just killing her. Yeah. Yeah. We um, didn't so much close the portal as we opened a new portal in that portal to make that portal collapse. That's yeah. <laughs> so no, I've never almost an egg officially tried. But you can give me a no roll. Cool. If you need help, you get I can on the stabums. Thirteen. Okay. If she tries to shift the thing out of the way desperately, but you stab into it, and she's like, ah, great. 16. It may look like gears to you, but the character, he would know better what it truly is and what it might be. You can argue. What did you get? 16. Um, you'll get uh, two questions for this. This portal, you should be able to mechanically force it back into play, or into place. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what happens after one of your denizens of labyrinth die, what their portals do, but they have a persistence to them. Yours are more temporary. Mm-hmm. Yours and the countesses are very quick, mm-hmm. very easy to do. Other ones, like this one, mm-hmm. took some engineering. So you're going to have to get pretty physical with the thing to close it. Yeah. Uh, I've lived long enough to hear his argument for my mouth and the logic remains flawed. Not for this. Okay. Uh, then that is... Going to be a twelve. Okay. The hypocrisy with this, I, I can't even begin to describe the the amount of change and strange object that you all every time every time something happens. And suddenly you draw a line in the sink. This makes absolutely no sense that she's gesturing out to where you're from. Just getting, you've never seen her as animated. She's getting red in her face, you know? Like, it, it's the idea that I would know intrinsically. I can't even, that's ridiculous. So, uh, what'd you get? I just got 12. Okay, that's yeah. uh, three stress. Okay, and she I'll, just storms off. I'll soak one. Uh, I'm gonna run over towards the uh, the body of this creature. Um, can I the the portal to the labyrinth itself? Is it midair? Or can I like no? no it's it burst out of the, the ground, right? Yeah, it yeah. it's, down, it's yeah. huge. It's almost half of the one of the doors that leads down to. Can the... I just push him back in? Yeah, you mean like... <laughs> that was gonna be my. You can let the other one ride if you want. Now nah, I can be way better. 
I'm suffering now too. <laughs> so I, just, I gave you a description thing, right? Yeah, yes. and then you have two questions. Yes. Would making a door with my curse knife around that portal then closing that work? It's dangerous no matter what. Yeah. But considering where you are right now, mm -hmm. it's triply so. Mm -hmm. There's this thing in the back of your head that's like, oh, what wonders can we see? Mm -hmm. But it, it makes it a very, very different... You would imagine, he, you could see him trying to shove the thing back through. That's probably an important part of it, mm -hmm. to get the source of it back in. Mm -hmm. And if he, they could physically get the metal back into the place that it's supposed to be, you think it'll be closed. Mm -hmm. At the very least, it's in the middle of his domain, whoever this was, mm -hmm. and he's gone, as mm -hmm. far as you know. So what else would be opening it up? Uh, mortal burdens are meaningless. Yeah. 18. Okay. Are you going to help him on that? Sure. Uh, oh, actually, no, that's just to get the thing. Yeah, you mm -hmm. can easily shove them all the way through. It's, you have to, it's mostly just cumbersome, and you get all covered in this awful oil, and uh, you shove the thing down, and you hear it finally as like one of the claws is still kind of holding on reflexively. You kick it down, and you hear it <laughs> as it tumbles down through. If we're unable to get the the portal doorway um, completely closed before we pass through, or we can't pass through until it's closed. They're not. Uh, did you relate that information? Yeah. Yeah, they don't seem to want to let you. Oh, okay. We'll uh, need to try and manually close this uh, brute force. We have to try and attempt to put the metal back some in place. Of your non enchanted arrows in the pool of poison. From the uh, material right. rip. Um, does it when it when it burst out? Did it like shear the metal, or was it, it... it like a whole? As you recall, it's like six inches thick of bronze steel. Yeah, it's just like you took part of the door and just like like just rolled it up this oh. way like a sardine can. Okay, it, it's like an enormous amount of force. This is not going to be an easy thing to fix. Mm. The one person you can help just stormed off in a huff. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have no opinions about it. It's probably a reasonable <laughs> thing to have done. I just, I, uh, all right. Uh, it was a probably should have killed him, but yeah. <laughs> all right, Black Oak. I think that we need to try and unravel this piece of bright uh, brazen steel. Let's put the rest of the minions back as well. Most of them are just slag. In dust. And the one that uh, she had, the, the the cable that was around is just kind of sitting there now, and that one's just broken. A lot of them are dust or slag. Yeah. Anybody want to help? It's going to be a labor. I'll help. Two. Yeah, I mean, you could probably help repair the deck once they have it in place. If you want to save that for that, because sure, because I didn't. Well, yeah. Um, it'll be a craft, but hold on to it for a second. And you had another question. Though. I asked it. Yeah, but you had two. No, no, that that one didn't count oh. because it was information she had. Oh. Uh, do you want to do this, or do you want me to help you, or you to help me? Uh, we'll just see who gets hired. <laughs> it's hard. Are you just muscle powering it? Yeah. I we'll would, give it a shot. I would love to help. I will not. I, I just can't. <laughs> uh. I could try heating it to see if it would make it more malleable. My second question is, do we have to restore the deck 
exactly why, like it was before, no. or just cover the hole? It should be just well covered. That, 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 that you're not deploying the main gun anytime soon. Yeah. Um, we just need to find something to cover it. We don't have to restore it back to its original position. That well, you have to get it. Should work. <coughs> you have to do what they're doing. What do you mean? They can't just put tarp over it. Right? Well, I know that, but I, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rebuild that which was destroyed? Sure. Uh, 26. I got a 22. Hang on one second. I can try heating it to make it more malleable to to push back. Okay, how are you going to do that? With the steam breath. Alright, you can get a feet. Give me a roll. So I'm helping you with three. So you're at a 26. Okay. Uh, 27, 28, 29. Uh, that's a 30. Okay. So that'll be a plus six. Yeah. So that'll be 35. Um... I can she like blasts the thing with steam. It doesn't quite glow, but you can see it's like the heat coming off of it. And you're all like, you've got one side. You're trying to unroll it, and you're pushing like creaking. It just doesn't quite want to go. All right. Um, Will the thirty six get us there? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll spend the point. I won't always tell you that, but it's just <laughs> funny to me that it was one off. <laughs> Probably the hardest labor we've had to do. Yeah. Exactly. Alright, I spend the points. What is your labor? Your base labor? Right now it's a seven. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And now you can do craft to seal it back up? Yeah, you can give me like they're seeing they're uh, <clears throat> pushing it into place. Yeah. And you can use your craft <clears throat> to make whatever little changes you do to you so you think the portal itself will be And you caught. can board it if you want. After he fixes it, yes. Uh, while he's fixing it, I'm going to take Black Oak's suggestion and dip some of my plain arrowheads in the venom. Okay, build a craft. Fourteen. Yeah, you wait till they get it as flat as possible, and they're kind of tamping it down. She keeps blasting with steam, so it's just superheated steams everywhere. That shit's fantastically dangerous, by the way. Uh, you get her own sauna. Uh, and then it's got it's kind of a vaguely rectangle shape. And you just go around and you're tapping at it with the pommel of your knife. Uh, you shear off part of it. it you guys don't kind of know what, why he's doing the way he is. And <coughs> you're able to make it in a form. It's a different kind of portal, but you know, you, you're know you familiar with these things. You save off some metal. This time it's actually almost red hot. Uh -huh. and, and they push it finally down. <coughs> you think it, it'll be okay. What'd you get in the crap? I only got three. Yeah, you, you you can you can get it all over one of them, but it's like how are you gonna store that? You know the way poor things were poor, the way you really pour it is in arrows is you have like the, just a broadhead, and then behind it you have like twine that's been soaked in poison, so it's behind it. You can't just be on the arrowhead; it'll just fly oh, off. Yeah. yeah. Um, after he gets that sealed. Uh, I would like to put the rune, uh, inscribe the rune of the Traveler's Ban on top of the, the, um... Okay, you can get a feet. Yeah. 
This poor deck. <laughs> <laughs> if you put the Ring of the Traveler's ban on this, is the gun going to be able to come out later? It should be able to, uh, because this would prevent trespassers. Ah. The gun's permitted on the ship. That's what I was... Uh, I thought about doing a ruin of sealing first, and then I thought about the gun. Uh, you would like, guess that she's going to have to replace the whole thing uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for Ilgoth. <laughs> I'm like, is there anything I can give her that she can tinker with? Not really. Um, that is a 14. Yeah, you inscribe it. Uh, what are you inscribing it with? I just want to know what it looks like. Oh, uh, it's... Like, how are you just gouging yeah. it in there? Um, that's a good question. You got that pool of poison that's actually your character The the venom or the oil that was accurate enough to etch into the metal, I will I will dip uh, some scrap. You still that. have that one? Obviously, yeah, the last one. <laughs> I was never told to remove it or like. <laughs> well, um, you get a you got a free card. Here. You got a free card because yeah, just get rid of that one. Okay, that's fine. I, I might have been not here. It was travel the land spreading the word of the Dark Lord. Oh my god! <laughs> but, I will say this. There was still some tiny part of you that was kind of, if not loyal, at least given to the purpose that you were intended to, you know, enact. And that last little thread of it just floats away. <coughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll use the acrid oil and dip in some scrap metal and use that too. Oh, okay. No goals. Yeah, it sort of just gathers in there and etches it, so it's this darkish gray uh, of the rune. And you see what she's doing for a second, you're like, oh, I don't know. But it's like, oh no, that, that helps seal it. Um, it's ugly, the whole like broken bit of brazen steel. It's, it's like graffiti on an <laughs> industrial warehouse. Yeah. Oh, we fucked this deck up. <laughs> a query comes over again, mm -hmm. and then basically the ruining structure for procession, like it's going to continue. Um, you guys have to be what's going on. I think it's accepted it. Can I go, uh, the, the one that she... What time is it? Oh, uh, it is 9.20. Uh, the one that uh, Gwen stabbed, uh -huh. um, is it still on the deck, I guess? Yeah, no, were... all of the ones we've kicked into the pit. Oh, you kicked it in the pit. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what she said she was doing. Okay, never mind then. Were you going to try and put it together? Like, no, I just wanted to look at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but since they're all back there... Um... This comes... Did you do your questions, all of them? I did. This comes floating up in your mind. It's like, that was the machinist. Never heard of him, but you have his name. Yeah, I have him down as the machine baby. He's the machinist. <laughs> Christian Bale is super skinny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, can I do a no roll on the nature of this place? Sure. Well, I have no body, no mind, no soul, and I'm suffering, so I'm going to go lay in my bed. I know that's true. No. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing. I, 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 I'm almost spent out of soul, entirely spent out of mind. Are you going to smoke? Yes. All right, I wanted to, before you do that. Okay, go ahead. Um, you go down the, the deck, yeah. the lower deck. At the foot of the deck, the little lamb is sitting there at the base of it, and it's just looking at you. 
Kicking around like he doesn't want you. Let's play the door in my room, and then I'll I'll take it over to the the thing that I created. You remember? The, oh yes. The thing. The uh. The, what was it? What was thrax? the name of it? The wet nurse. The wet nurse. Oh, yeah. God. But we had a name for it, right? Yeah, no, it's just the wet nurse. Yeah, the wet Go nurse. smoke your fucking cigarette. Yeah, we put it right in front of that. I'm it. not editing that out again. Oh right. I, okay. There we go. Yeah, that. Okay. I got a twenty-four on the the weirdness of this place because I'm sure hidden, hidden secrets of Ur did not count. You don't know what this is. Um, okay. It's just you have no point of reference for it. You're somewhere else than other than the world. You can do some like you know research line into that. But what's probably going to happen, unless you guys go ham as soon as you get to where you're going, uh, is that you're going to have a lot of proposed research lines that could distract you. So. Oh, I already have seven I haven't finished. Yeah, there you go. So this would be another one. I have a bunch, too. Sucks being the only brainy person in a game. Uh, what was going on? Um, I did, uh, we had a beat right before the query responded to us. Right. With the acceptance that the portal has been closed. And I did the look around this place and figure out what the hell. And I went downstairs and was judged by a lamp. <laughs> um, and he took it back. And yeah, he forgets what it was mad about. Of course, feeding. Um, you see, uh, while you're taking the lamb down, um, it looks like a, a quokka. And it's just... It's got a little straw hat and a big old pack on it and a little staff. Mm-hmm. And it's just trundling around. And it looks at you and it has this attitude of like, I know I'm not supposed to be out. But and it just kind of looks up. It, it doesn't smile exactly, but it goes, eee. <laughs> you give it finger guns. And it waves and just kind of scurries on. You don't know what he's up to. Um, it's a big weed timbers beastie. So... Uh, those of you on the oh, deck, the, you see the waves of distorted space, mm-hmm. and then without any real preamble, the the thing that's that you are inside that's surrounding you just kind of sort of dissolves away, like from the top down. And you just see sky, like uh, stars, nebula, and shooting stars, and everything, and it just dissolves away. Uh, to the east, you see. Uh, the pink light, but it's just of sunrise, and you are surrounded by dragon vessels, and you're looking towards a continent. So, would, 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 have, have we reached the continent in the west? Hold on. What would have been funny is it was like, all right, cool, you come through the portal and you see the uh, just all around you a red mist. Oh, you're back at the forbidden place. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Lost the game, quick. Yeah. The unfettered land. The unfettered land. Okay, what it raised before you is almost impossible to immediately understand. Um, it's like, hey, you're a time traveler from 1200 in, you know, England. Here's New York at night. Yeah. Um, there are giant spires glowing with lights everywhere. Things shifting in the sky. Uh, you see bizarre, like, little sparkling uh, web works of energy going across the sky. And there's just this hum, which is the aggregated noise of the city in front of you. 
there are ships of some kind on the water, like moving about at a fair distance. There's a big, a lot of space. There's a, a harbor, which is five times the size of what you saw at Eletheria, or even larger, just continues on. Uh, giant buildings, bigger than you've ever seen before. Um, and it just keeps going. It just doesn't end from like horizon to horizon. It's just this massive city. Some of the spires, they read, it looks like they go above the clouds. It's, it's still pretty warm here. Uh, and it's getting on towards morning, but you, uh, yeah, that's just a ray before you. Where do they hunt? I don't know if they need to anymore. Gwen found new racers though. Doesn't yeah. meet the Flintstones. Yeah, if, if people don't need to hunt, <coughs> do I need to exist? Question. <laughs> do not roll to disbelieve oh, me. Oh no. Gwen doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> There's all your sixes for the rest of the night. I hope you're happy. <laughs> um, you have you see the the, the the coursers have you've got kind of an honor guard around you. Um, they're all on the surface of the water, and uh, but there's a dragon that's coming, it's drifting down like, like it did before, about to land on the deck. It'll be a minute though, because it's coming from a little far away. If this world is even is anything like the one that we came from, you know that as soon as we land, we're going to be mired in politics and intrigue and yes. nonsense. Yes. Yep. You are not incorrect. Bridget, you feel like a weird little buzzing sensation on your um, your awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's a mild enchantment that's coming at you. It's not hostile. I'll accept it. I believe it. I, I feel that it's probably related to the iconography, and I will accept it. Yeah, floating in front of you, just like in the iconography, it says like, Ho, alien visitors. And it's signed by someone. Not only are we going to be surrounded by by intrigue and politics, then you get a couple more. Mm-hmm. By different pe- by different. Yeah, clearly different people. You just getting twenty. God, we didn't hide our email address. There's yeah. there's clearly a lot of magic here we don't <coughs> understand, so we'll have to navigate that at the same time. You see some activity with the ships. It's about you know quarter mile away or like eighth of a mile away where some dragons are flying over and you see a little, it's obvious, it's nighttime so it's hard to make out, it's just got a different arrangement of lights, some sort of pleasure crafters over there, and the dragons are going over there, it's like, get the fuck out of here, basically, <laughs> and you can, you can tell that the sending came from that, and a couple more. The one was just a picture of, uh, dick? No. <laughs> Unsolicited dick pics. It's kind of a vector picture, you don't know how it was made. Of a woman who's like really blousy gowns, very tall, she's got a big white hat, and she's just, it's a little bow, like she's making, and it's signed with a signature, like an artist thing. And then there's other iconography on it that you just can't understand what it means. Um, for the three that I receive, I will reply back in um, simple terms because I don't want to embarrass myself. From my lack of knowledge, um, basically. The third, the, so there was the just the query, the image. Mm-hmm. The the third one is like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of aggressive font, we'll call it. Um, 
I will provide the same message for each one. Um, I will greet them. I will thank them for their mm -hmm. hospitality. I will introduce myself and our group um, and uh, reiterate um, the uh, thank you for the welcome and the visitation. As they read their messages. As they so read give me a uh, whatever you've been using for the okay. iconography. This isn't hard. Me, Varendra. And actually, you guys. City pretty you, you, lights. You see these things like floating in front of her dragon face. Yeah. And she's just like scrolling through with her weird dragon claws. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Congratulations, Priscilla. You've uh, been promoted to social media coordinator. <laughs> I found Tinder, guys. <laughs> Better than okay Cupid. Oh, they have pictures of dragons, all right. Oh. <laughs> I don't um, think that goes there. <laughs> uh, that's a 26 yeah you're easily able to um, so what's happening here is you're making an iconography to make the sending itself mm -hmm. and iconography works better when it's on a surface but it totally can work when it's in a, um, in the air Okay. the iconography generates the you want to call it mist casting mm -hmm. in front of you and you can put whatever text or simple images you want in there and so when they're sending it, they're doing iconography on their end, and then the text in it isn't the iconography. Okay. Because I just want to draw a clear distinction when that's happening. Uh, and the one, the other is they have a polite response. The artist doesn't reply. The one who says, like, what are you? Mm -hmm. It sends an image of this, it's obviously sarcastic, of an old guy wearing rags and just, like, begging on the street. But you don't know what that means. Uh, the, uh... The dragon just lands, unless anybody was going to do anything. And, you know, it lands, powers down, it, there's a warping of space as the ladder comes down, and Dex just leaps back onto the deck. He's like, well, we've arrived. So, you've arrived at the the Western Continent. Yay! That's six? Yeah, six, restore six inspirations. Okay. And uh, experiences. <clears throat> Yeah, six experience, six... Uh, six experience? You, wow. Yeah, you get all of your uh, inspirations back. Yay! <laughs> God, they were gone for so long. Yeah. Tell me about it. I barely used mine. I, I should, used should It always happens where, I, like, okay, you don't have these, and then I give them to you, and then everybody just uses them immediately. And, yep. Uh, I, I, I used to. Well, I have the problem I have in every game that has a limited resource, where it's like, I'll save it for a very special moment, and then I just keep saving it, I never use it. I, I've quit, like, I've ended Final Fantasy games with, uh... 19 elixirs or a something? A bunch of elixirs, yeah. 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 I've, I've, I used to have that habit, and then now I've gotten in the habit of just using everything all the time, and it totally works better. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. I've had that backfire on me, though, because I'll get into, like, a really bad boss situation. I'm like, shit, I have nothing left. Mm. Um... <laughs> this reminds Everybody me Everybody give me a no roll. Visiting Esther in Final Fantasy VIII. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Everybody okay. no roll. Right, did you go back up on? No, I've been in my bunk. Oh, well then, yeah, no, not you. What are you doing? You have a beat for something. <clears throat> I'm resting. Okay. A beat up, Adrian. Huh? <laughs> in a bad spot. You know, started the fight. Sure. Seven. Uh, I'm assuming that uh, I don't have the knowing of these things. No. Okay. Well, some of your talents are not going to be very useful here. <laughs> yeah, it's a ten. I got a six. Oh, I forgot to look. Uh, Hidden Secrets of Earth? Nope. 19. Okay. Not even going to ask. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys don't really get anything. Hmm. Rindra, you're looking at the, the skyline and all the buildings and everything, there are more people who live in this city, even if you're just taking, maybe, even if you assume it's just a little strip on the harbor that goes from the sky to the sky, there is ten times more people here than who have ever lived on, who live on the continent. And you know that it actually doesn't, it's not just a thin strip of land, that city goes on. There are millions of people. It's an insane number. Uh, you can take a brief rest, which will be out for here for a bit. So you're willful, Are you right? suffering? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, no longer. Okay. I'm no longer suffering. This is why I forced a brief rest on myself, even yeah. though it takes me out of the scene. Yeah, I should have done that, but I'm too curious. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a, it's a gamble that pays off in the, because nothing else is happening. Sometimes you lose, like... Well, the way I look at it is, I'm spent on everything. It's exactly what my guy would do. Yeah, that's what I would do. <coughs> yeah. Um, so Dex is on the deck, dressed as he was before. I know that, as I said, um, this was going to be a bit of a shock. I'm kind of glad we showed up at night. the uh, The passage was interesting. He uh, does something with his hand, and he's got the little like artifact gauntlets that he has on, and he produces a little sphere of crystal. Uh, it, you don't know where he, it, you don't know if it manifested in his hand or he just had it. And Verinder, you can see like swirling within into his iconography and other things. Here is a uh, redacted report for your eyes to see the information we gathered about what was happening. You can look at it as you want, uh, Vorindra. Seems to have trouble kind of articulating the name. Uh, I would suggest maybe not worrying about it. I've been instructed to give this to you to keep everything above board because there were incidents during the passage. Uh, Gwen will actually start laughing. Yeah. What? So here's the report that you are uh, authorized to receive you want to take the sphere mm -hmm. yeah he just hands you a crystal uh, knowing sphere uh, incident report 775 I would I would suggest not worrying about it too much because you're gonna get overloaded with things that are going to happen sorry about the intrusion from the little um, hangers on let's try as we might anytime there's a passage things gather it's sort of an unusual thing to do, and we can't patrol all of the waters. So, where was that place that we went? Oh, oh, you mean the shadow place in between? Yes. yes. It was a place that was not. Was it created explicitly for that purpose? Yes, yes it was. Uh, we um, create a let's call it an affinity for a place that can't exist with the, the, the power that we have, the source. Uh, if you give it enough power, then it insists that it, it exists, and so it does. We key that to a location that is very well known, and he just kind of gestures around. And then while you're in there, we have to do some rather strange things to the idea of space and time. It is persuaded that it actually works this way, 
and then we dissolve it, and then you're here. Oh, I knew a creature who would make deals with the humans, and sometimes would take them to a world that never was, much like that, uh, to... Yes, exactly. As punishment. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm glad we're all on the same page. So, small pocket that... There's a small pocket that insisted that it existed. That pocket was taken and moved somewhere else, and now... No, it wasn't moved. It, 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 it was decided for it that it existed in both places at once. I see. And then once it's removed, it has to pick one of them, which we persuaded to, and here we are. I'm sort of abbreviating this discussion so that you understand it. That makes more sense as to why the hells and the labyrinths were closer than normal. Ah, that... Yes. So all those notes are in the crystal I gave you. He's like kind of rubbing his head. He clearly didn't want them to bother you with that. Uh, y'all gonna give me a no roll. Any social talents? You might want to. <laughs> you might want to take those in the future. Very funny, Adrian. You're a funny man. Whoa. What's a, what's a social talent? <laughs> I got twelve. On a no roll. Twenty one. Okay. Yeah. You too. Uh, That'll help, so 20... Okay, so... Dex, as a courser, they're the most, you know, privateer, like, rakish adventure types that are in this society. and But even they are bureaucratically kind of constrained by people, like, people probably within the party that was with you uh, that have... There's the, the ways you do things that are exact. You have to go buy the book about everything and he's clearly like trying to chafe against it especially since you guys are completely unknown so why would it matter that we're doing things by the book exactly so he's having trouble with that okay um let's see plans for the immediate future we are have we to have them do, excuse me are we allowed to have plans or is our schedule dictated for us again as i said before uh you're here now. Your ship has been given uh, leave to port, which means you could uh, dock at any of the major cities along the eastern seaboard here. Uh, this is a, what do I call it, like, the Imperial City? It's the, the Imperial City or High Lacon. Uh, we just call it the city and everybody knows what we're saying. Um, Your legal status is uh, diplomatic envoys, which means you have free reign to come and go as you please within certain dictates. You'll find that with your level of affordance, it will limit your movements within the larger society. I, again, maybe it would be better for you to go to the unfettered lands and just figure out what you wanted to do there, but I, I couldn't... Th that's not a, an, an official stance. If you're going to be here and under the protections of the coursers, um, you will have, and he just rubs his head, there will be quite a few groups who want to intercede and sort of manage you going forward. I would not want to be in your position, frankly. I'm going to try to get back out there as soon as I can. Do they wish to put us on, on, on display like a, a traveling carnival that I saw years and years ago. Oh, absolutely. A couple, some of them would. It wouldn't be called that, 
but some of them would want to do something like that. It would be more like a cultural exchange, Wonders of the Forbidden Land, that would attract a lot of people. Please don't do that. Um, oh, I will certainly kill a man if he tries. Oh, okay, so, about that, um, we... Murder <clears throat> not okay here. We have very strict laws that are very well enforced here. Um, killing someone if you're not directly threatened by physical harm, which almost never happens, is completely illegal. You'll be detained and punished. Um, stealing things or uh, trespassing in areas that your afforded station will not allow. Um, getting hold of redacted information. There is a uh, group of laws called uh, the Social Harmony Doctrines, which you are above right now as, you, as your diplomatic envoys, but you will run up against them at some point. Violating those do carry punishments as well. He produces another sphere, smaller one. And is, I don't want to burden you, Varindra, with all of these, but with all due respect, I don't know that you're, yeah. It's like, it, it's like social harmonies, and it just has, its designation is A11. It seems much more official, like it just a pamphlet he gave you. What about um, religious and cultural practices? Religion? No, we don't have that. Um... There are, well, most of us don't have that. You had mentioned before that there was a sect of people that sort of followed the older ways. Denialists, yes. Uh -huh. uh, they uh, eschew any essence work and impositions upon them, like, from birth. They are just raw humans. They, they're allowed to live. There, there were some conflicts years ago where it was an issue whether they should be allowed to practice their sect of their unusual beliefs but they do will never bear the iconography they don't drop on the source they issue artifacts live simple lives some of them persettleize in the city they're very annoying um i don't know how they would take you it could go one or two ways they follow the icons the icons? Uh, dragon heart griffin. Oh, um, the three, yes. They, they didn't call it, I don't think they called them that. I don't remember from school. They, they have their own bizarre old pagan beliefs. I don't know they are. <laughs> we must read them. I, so, uh, please don't, but fine. I can't tell you otherwise. One other thing. Um, I just want to get to the immediate, like, like hour to hour thing of what would be... We have a place we've prepared for you if you want to stay, at least for the night. It's one of our, it's, it's the eastern outpost. And he points, and you see it's basically like, oh, here's Staten <coughs> Island, you know? <laughs> and so we can, uh, so you can rest, recuperate until the morning, if you wish. Or you're allowed to stay out here in the Prince of Dawn, um, but you're going to get, we can't keep everyone away from you entirely. <laughs> so this is pretty conspicuous there we can protect you for at least a night for you to gather your wits and figure out what you want to do in that regard um 
you said that we're under the protection of the courses. For now. How long will that last, and are you at war with anyone? At war? In conflict or disagreement. Oh, with... yeah, well, that, of course, yes. Okay, the courses, well, there's the council, the official government council, um, who is going to want to be, they're going to want us to hand you off to them, uh, but that isn't a simple thing either, because there are many bureaucracies within the council, uh, department of... Let's see, Ways and Means, Department of Daily Operations, the Public Harmony. Then there's other groups that don't really go by names that are probably going to be interested. There's a few private organizations who are very, very uh, rich who might want to take up your charge, and they're allowed to if you agree to it. Uh, they can give you a lot, I will say that, but they have their own ends. He, like, stretches, like, oh. Will our ship be protected from intrusion and the crew aboard it? Physical intrusion, yes. About your crew and everyone else, you're the only ones who bear affordance. They will not be allowed off of it. We can provide, um, you know, resources and such, food and water and, and that, this and that. But they will not be allowed off of your ship. Will my hounds be allowed to come with me? They're your charges? Yes. It's fine. Hmm. What about Ulthar? Did Ulthar get affordance? No. No. No, we are the only ones. If you have any that you want to declare as bonded servants, you can do that. I have no idea what opinion they might have about the matter, but... Does anyone with the affordance marking... Are all of those with the affordance markings that we have considered emissaries? No, no. No, your, your affordance level is not. So that means you're essentially, forgive me, uh, a child has passed through his first tier exams. You, you can purchase goods. <laughs> we exist as base, as base citizens, right? Yeah. The denialists have none at all, which is why it's kind of a problem dealing with them, dealing with them at some level. They even refuse medical intervention. More, cons- cons- I'm more curious how this will interact with, um, I believe their affordance would be uh, rat alephanol and I alephanol. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mention the aleph designation. It's a uh, Considered a bit uncouth to say that, and yours is such that it's doubly so. Well, it's like admitting that you're under the care of the government, like because you can't take care of yourself. From the points that we leave the Prince of Dawn, would you suggest we simply use the three-letter names that you assigned us? Oh, uh, that will go simply, more simply. In fact, those designations have already circulated. Uh, you will. Well, here's a few things that will happen. Um, unless you stay entirely within the government auspices of just go from meeting to meeting exhaustively, uh, and you if you move out into the city and interact with the citizenry, they will they already they will know what your designation is. Uh, that'll just happen. It, it's a common thing among us. We just know each other's designations. If you've got any level of affordance at all, say two or above, we 
believe in very, very liquid information. Secrets are hard to keep. Um, does that answer your question? Yes. I would suggest you could either rest with us over in our um, little fortress or here on the Prince of Dawn and in the morning envoys will be sent. My authority in this matter will be neatly cut and I will see you later after that because I'll be back on to the ocean. We're having to deal with more. <laughs> Can I talk about that? No, I can't. Never mind. <laughs> I understand that there's a lot going on that we have brought to your attention recently. Um, would you be able to provide us with the location or manner of which to to raise our afforded station? You say if the first level is the child's te- is the child's testing. Um, the government agency that gets, uh, I was about to say their hooks in you, uh, they will most likely allow you to do that. Because as diplomatic envoys, it would just work better if you had a higher station. It does come with a couple of caveats where you will have to be shown to have some facility with the iconography. Every one of you, if you want to raise it. So that's something to consider. And that's pretty unshakably the law of the land. Doesn't matter what agency. Thoremja, do you believe you can teach us? I can do what I can, yes. He. Or at least those who. He looks like he's like, oh, I'm forgetting something. And he comes up with uh, four uh, smaller spheres and just hands them to each of you if you take them. Mm-hmm. It's in Doctrine Nation Sphere B1. What, what does it do? Well, you'll have to, it takes, you'll have to invoke it and uh, it will, it, this is, it's a prime, these are primers. I uh, see. You don't, the, the, the render, word, you won't need one. The word indoctrination is just very, um, what else would they call it? Education. Education. Now, I, I, I can, uh, I have a lot of, I've blocked out enough time here to, to spend talking with you about a few things, and I think you should take advantage of that. Um, but, would you like to retire, like, into the ship, somewhere to sit and have something to drink, or? Yes, I, I'm very tired. Uh, sure. Um, we should also bring in a couple of the people who are going to be stuck on this ship, so that they can, we can let them know what's going on. Ulthar, Rathion, Ilgoth. And whoever else, all of the crew. And right. So like lead on. Yeah. Um, I'm taking a break here for a second. Let's. You're good. You've all gathered, yeah, into the dining hall where you make your meetings. Uh, your cook has set things out for you. You don't know how she knew this was going to happen. Maybe she was spying. But there's food, there's wine, you know, things to eat. And, uh, Vex basically doesn't. You know, stand by any formalities. He just starts piling things onto a plate and drinking wine and, and, and stuff. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, Dex, rather, is the name. Um, are the other uh, are the other members of the crew here, or do we have to go get them still? They just in for them. Yeah. So who all are you sending for? Uh, Ulthar, Rathion, Old Tom, Old Tom, um, my um, Orly. 
probably a decent amount of people. Yeah. Um, Ox. The head of the medical bay. That's me. That's him. Uh, no, the kitchen. The head of the, the kitchen. Co- the, cook. the cook. The girl we found tied up in the closet is the cook. Oh, no, I mean the actual head of the medical bay. Oh, that, that person left. That, is... that person left. With the so we have no medical on board except for him? Yeah. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I will also uh, summon my hounds and I'll just start feeding them food from the table. Yeah, so it's a big meeting. You get everybody there. Dex, agree- Dex greets everyone. Uh, Arathion is being very, very cagey. He sits sitting at the far end of the table. Uh, he's talking with Ilgoth, who is cleaned up. She seems a little better, like, mood-wise. Um, Dex eats. Clearly hasn't had food in a while. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just when we're on patrol, it's a catch-as-catch can. And you get tired of uh, dense rations. Oh, I found some of those in an obelisk. One of the uh, the ones that. <laughs> That's how we got our affordance in the first. Um, place. I assume they're good after seven hundred years. <laughs> they're I supposed to be. I was not expecting them to be so filling. Oh yeah, you don't want to eat a lot of that. You'll have gastric I, distress. I tried some. It was not ideal. If I could just eat meat for every meal and. Nothing else that would be wonderful. Oh, all right. Um, we have Laconian cuisine is rich and varied. You have, I mentioned the denialists. Well, you, I'll use this to get started here. Um, they're not the only group that have disparate interests, even if it's only social. There are myriad. Um, there are groups of people who, you know, issue any cruelty whatsoever, they will never hurt an insect, they don't eat meat. There are those who only, uh, abruptly, like, in front of his face, like, you see some iconography, like, kind of scroll by, render if you wanted to get a quick no on that, it'd be tough, because it's real quick and it's designed for him. Fine, I'll spend. <laughs> glasses. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, it works if you want to use it. Yeah. It doesn't look dumb. Holy shit. I think they're rebooting. <laughs> it's always for shit like this. <laughs> yeah. Middle of a fight with a you know, cursed machine creature. You guys rolled pretty bad. But But we all survived. Mm-hmm. Hidden secrets of her? Now, he is covered in, like, scabs and, like, you know, you, you've been hurt. Yeah, I got a secrets now. Seared. 48. Okay, yeah, you catch it as it goes by, and it's, like, basically a chat in the... Okay, there's... The abbreviated iconography is the 2D thing that you use mm-hmm. to invoke the involved iconography, which is a 3D manifestation that controls the source of power that it draws from, right? This is an even more abbreviated thing, basically shorthand, probably used among the coursers to communicate information rapidly. And he, he's just got a whole list of it, uh, which talks about um, something called the the sleeper revolution. And he, he gets real distracted for a second as he's he sees it scrolling from his eyes and then he like does something with his hands and he's answering the questions 
And he's like, basically his response to this is like, now? To what extent? And they said, they have like, uh, they give you the, just a number. It's like 32. And he just signs off. And, and he, like, he just rubs his face. He's like, oh, okay, sorry about the distraction. Just getting a bunch of uh, side talk. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I have a quick question about the iconography. Mm-hmm. Since people can clearly reach you so easily, is your mind not your own? Well, it's, it's just messages. If you have a bunch of letters in front of your face, do you not have a singular consciousness then? Of course. I, I just didn't know. Yeah, no. There are, speaking of groups, there are some, I don't know what their name is, they're fairly recent, where they use the impositions of the source and various artificed uh, creations where they link their own thoughts to each other. I find it very... Um, what's the word, perverted, but that's a small group of um, artists and strange hangers on. Our society is very profitable, well, not profitable, it's very rich, we don't have much in the way of scarcity, uh, food and such is all um, managed, and we have a currency, uh, and he produces like a little square of translucent uh, crystal, uh, this is liquid form, but we also have the abstract form that that's going to be weird for you to deal with. I don't want to burn you with it. But in any case, it's mostly for luxuries or things that aren't essential. So there are quite a few strange little groups who decided in their, get in their heads that they're going to just live a different kind of life and damn the consequences. So, yeah, people do things like that. There's others who aggressively rework their essences, even though it's well beyond the time where that's... It was quasi-legal for a while. Uh, I think they did a ruling on it recently, which made it illegal, but I'm not sure. I've been out in the field. Sorry, I'm rambling. Uh, what did you want to talk about? <clears throat> Mostly, um, since we're here now, the Prince of Dawn is now in port all of the members of the crew do not have affordances by your standards. Mm -hmm. Where can they go on this continent? Well, if you want to provide them the primers, I can, I can give you more, and they can apply for basic uh, rights for that uh, you know, on their own. Or you can designate the bondsmen, and, and they will serve you, and they'll just be treated as, as your party. I'd suggest the latter. The first, it's very difficult had troubles down south a few decades back but the people who did not have were not a good fit let's say what does it entail um, to be considered uh, a bondsman I would just formally declare that they are um, we'll have you sign something uh, they could be sent on errands throughout, for us throughout the city with, a, with some curtailment yes you see, like, the old pirate crew and everybody's like, mm, you know. Ilgoth looks very distracted. He's just, she's just staring at him while he's doing things. Kind of like you were, uh, for mm -hmm. um, Just watching, looking him over. Because now that he's in a room and, and, and you're in close proximity, you see 
He's got that silvery jumpsuit kind of thing, and all these weird artifacts all over him. And you can see, like, yeah, the, uh, the iconography that's on his skin and, and, and things such as that. Um, I'll say it's not going to be acceptable to have all of these men stuck on this boat for as long as we remain here. There has to be some other way. Well, with, with enough food and water, why wouldn't it be? I assume they can get up to whatever entertainments they need. Sailors, in my experience, uh, don't mind R&R. Old Tom was like, ah! But they can provide as much wine as they would like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that'll be a... Uh, That'll be an argue seven feet, Adrian. No. <laughs> well, he's not arguing for against yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like, well, yeah, several, several questions. Um, when do we have our first meeting with your leaders to discuss with who? the red with, with who? Whoever to discuss the red mist. Oh, probably in the morning. Uh, the red mist. It's not going to start with that. Um, what will happen is several government agencies will vie for your attention. I assume we'll be forced to explain ourselves and what we are. Not as much as you would think, but yes. We've been scanned. They already knew most of that. Oh, no, that, no, uh, you are, there's a reason why things like you are in the forbidden lands is because it's hard to quantify what you are. No, it's more that as diplomatic envoys, you're afforded to, also, like I was just saying about different groups in our society, he pauses for like almost like 10 seconds. We have a lot of weirdos. <laughs> Especially the last few decades. It's gotten very strange very quickly. Um, and so, in fact, you will see people, if you go out amongst the Hoi Polloi in the city, you'll see people who don't look like people. You had mentioned that before. So people do some radical essence work on themselves. Uh, they're still human. They still, have, you know, they're still considered human. But some of them look far stranger than you do. It'll just be considered an old world version of that, probably. I wouldn't pay too much attention to them. Uh, they basically don't. They just waste their lives and self indulgent behavior and, and jockeying for position amongst their fellows like it matters. So hipsters. Social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> to that end, uh, <clears throat> I will require, there are several hundred free essences on this ship now in the form of uh, intelligent creatures that require me to be their bondsman with several other... They, they require them to be your... Uh, they should be your bondsman. I should be theirs? They should be mine? Yes. No, bondsman isn't there. It's serving to you. Yes, so that they may move freely. Attempting to curtail their movement would be... Or are they going to make their way to the city? Or They will make their way everywhere if they can. They are very curious. What you're Fairly describing insane. sounds like an infection. <laughs> it's populous. Okay, if how... They, hmm. They've built quite a civilization. Small woodland creatures. Are you serious? Completely. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll call out straight... I'll call out William. Yeah. And, and then show him the affordance that William has in the white fur down the side of him. 
if they could, uh, if it helps, they could be William Swan. Mm, no, no. <laughs> no. They are quite industrious. And for intelligence. It would be better for them, and for you, for them to not to leave the ship. I cannot, if they were to get out, I have no idea what would happen to them. Um, their safety could not be guaranteed. Uh, yeah. It, also, this is a level of taboo, uh, <clears throat> forbidden continent stuff, that it wouldn't be good for them to be out. Are we the first? Not because people would be afraid of them. In fact, because people that would be fascinated with them, and they want to take them for their own. They, they would be captured as pets, is what I'm saying to you. Say. What are you saying? Are we the first from the Forbidden Continent to ever make landfall here? Ooh, yes. Yeah, yeah we did a pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that there's... We could ask you a million questions, but I don't... I'm here for a few hours, and then I've got to hit the rack, but, you know. I, I wouldn't mind staying with the courses, but either way, so, um... I mean, it would only be for the night. I, I would love to extend to you our protection, so that you could be... Uh, I forget how one of our, our legal minds would do it. They would, like, basically be deputized and thus have free reign, but there's absolutely no way we could pull that off. The agencies would come down on us like avalanches. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Claiming a lack of your jurisdiction. Yes, yeah, so, and, and like anything on land or in the city, we have almost no power. Anything out there, we're, our word's kind of law. But here, no. We're clipped wings. Then why don't we just stay in the water? You can do that. Uh, they will just still send envoys and such. And you'll. I, I assumed you wanted to familiarize yourself with our ways. I think that it's probably for the best. But it's up to you. The sooner we can get on land, the sooner we can get acclimated and figure out what it is that we need uh, from here to take back and make things right again. If you are claimed by an agency and given some sort of auspices, a legal artifact or whatever, I will not be able to interact with you very much anymore. And in any case, I'll be back out into the, uh, into the wide, wide world. What would it then take for the Corsairs to claim us? Oh, um, it would have to be a warlike emergency, which we're not in. Um, and Yet. Well, sure, but it, it literally has to be there. Give me an overall. Twenty. You realize that um, that kind of like battlefield promotion that's like hey no there's our our shores are being assaulted by an alien power and we're all fighting and um they could give you those but even with the incursions of the red mist that doesn't yet qualify and even if it did even if the red mist was here that would be given to our governmental agency to oversee anyway not the courses mm -hmm. so he's right to say that he has limited ability to extend his protection and i don't think from what he said that the courses would be our best well, course of option here, considering the issue with the land and the sea jurisdiction. You are walking to a den of vipers that I would not recommend you trod, but you have to, so. Yay! Are you two things, then? Uh, the first, in this continent, vast as it is, is there unspoiled wilderness forest, preferably? Oh, yes, yes. Amongst the mountainside? 
Oh, there's a big grand swaths of designated land. We have townships and such, um, mostly people who um, tend towards the uh, official farming, um, what would you call it, uh, acreage, I guess. But then, yes, we have designated areas for the, the, that are supposed to be unspoiled. Most people have aggregated towards the cities. Imperial City is the biggest, but we have, you know, the Southern Spire and Western um, the Sea Lands. Will you be able to rest here? Yes, but I have other work I must do while I'm here. Um, but are you asking something more salient? Are you, uh, you asking about if there are any of you? No, I know there are not. No, but uh, that is a factor that may be changing shortly. But I know that you are not the one to grant that. However, um, <clears throat> I wish to state that you are strange, but you have dealt with us fairly, honestly, and uh, in ways that others in your position, given the knowledge that you have and the ignorance that we have, are. Uh, You have been true in a way that few would, and that I have rarely encountered humans to be. So, I thank you, and I am happy to call you friend. And I will, would like a believer. Well, I was going to give you one anyway, but now I feel like no. You need two feet. Uh, and I'm going to spend uh, three of those experience that we just got to do the uh, specialty in old world rituals. Not sure. Well, what is your other belief specialty? Uh, gifts of the heart, a lot of the healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a long time coming. So yeah, yeah. It's the one you mentioned. Like I need, you need to take this, and I'm like, yeah, happy to do so. We'll focus on this accident after this. Twenty-four. He, he pauses while you're talking and. You sense that he kind of takes a minute to figure out what you're at after and then realizes that he's like, and he bows at a table, but he bows. He's like, well, well thank you very much, Blacko. You see, he wants to say something. If you wish to speak, you may speak. We are friends. Hmm. Okay. He does something with his artifact from his head. He does something. Verinder, you can't quite figure it out. When, but um, he does some manipulation. Um, I know you have something on this ship that would be of great interest to those in power. Just keep it hidden. I know because of its nature, it's uh, a very dangerous thing. I don't bring it into the city. Don't have it interact with anything if you could avoid it. Uh, I, I'm not going to say anything more about this or answer questions, but that's what I said. Thank you for your blessing. I appreciate that. Thank you. And then he just does that all back again. And then you see a scroll of like, <laughs> it was five seconds, but then. Oh, he put himself on mute for a second. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> We're gonna shut down the security for a second. Just go reboot the security system here. You see, you have five seconds. Um, do you have any other questions? 
Uh, what time is it, by the way? No. 10.20? 10.30. Alright. Well, if there's nothing else, um, all I would ask for you now is are you going to spend the night here or coming to our fortress? Seems like you're all sort of bedded down, so it would be fine to stay on the ship. I would like to go to the fortress. Uh, I... I can, at the very least, check it out for the rest of you and see the city and come back. I would not suggest splitting up. No. Yeah. I would... I have things I need to do here before I leave for the fortress. Very well. well you'll have ample time. I mean, uh, you. we have a few days where you can be in processing, essentially. But you don't take a few minutes. Let, let us... We will stay here for tonight, and we can reassess tomorrow. Very well. Well, I thank you for your hospitality. It's very, very good food. It's nice having wild food for... Ugh. Get used to the dense rations and then whatever you catch as catch can. But I will probably speak with you tomorrow. Uh, after that, good luck. Dex, uh, Black Oak was right. And if you'd like to take some food with you, by all means. Uh, th- thank you. And he actually does grab like a loaf of bread and some cheese. Uh, and then he leaves. And that's where I'll call it. Everybody gets a point. Ooh. Never After was created, designed, and written by Adrian McLear. This podcast is produced and edited by Grace Skelton. Our music is Shimmering Lights by Punch Deck. You can find a link to their Patreon and Spotify page in our description. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear the rest of our adventure.